the Giant Dwarf Podcast, a podcast about kings of war and a lot of other stuff. Hello everyone, we are back. It is Fred and Lars as usual. But no I win today. No, I went. <laughs> <laughs> we we had originally planned to meet and uh, create part two of our uh, Clash of Kings 18 book review, mm-hmm. but I win was uh, sadly unable to participate. Yeah, it was. So, um, um, yeah, the several dates with several women on the same day, so he was <laughs> juggling that. So that's what he was dealing with. So, yeah, enough to deal with. Yeah, we will miss his looming presence yeah. as he towered over us. Kind of with a fatherly presence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are a cruel stepdad. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, maybe I should do these corrections here. Uh, I did say on the previous show that Iwin uh, was the same height as Michael Jordan. Mm. But in fact, he's an inch taller than Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, okay. So uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, Michael Jordan got nothing on Iwin. That's right. <laughs> But I also said that the average height in the NBA is six foot seven, so Iwin is one inch short of the average NBA ah. player's height. That's probably why he never got a career in uh, basketball. Probably. Too too short. Yeah, it's too short. <laughs> Just got laughed at. Also, I think uh, we are closer to five foot eight than five foot seven. Just. For the record, yeah, for the record, man. Because <laughs> when I saw how much five foot seven was, I was like, I'm not that short. That was like one seventy, one seventy point five or something. Uh, yeah. We're told that. <laughs> According to the army, Norwegian army, I'm uh, one hundred and seventy three centimeters. Yeah, that's, uh, but, I think um, I, s- I said that on the previous episodes. Uh, yeah, yeah. You said that you were the same as me, but I'm. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw in your passports or something that you were one seventy three. That's yeah, one centimeter more than me, but I always uh, thought I was one hundred seventy-two centimeters. <laughs> so you got like a bonus. Uh, yeah, but because every time I measure myself, I, yeah. I end up at one hundred seventy-two centimeters. Yeah. But when I, every time like the doctor or the, you know the passport people yeah. uh, measure <laughs> me or the army, they they end up at one seventy-three. Well, tall people will never know this, but if that happens to to someone of our height, it's just a bonus. It's like, <laughs> yeah. if right. I think I got to measure to like, oh, 173 or I think, or like 174. I was like, woohoo, I didn't <laughs> just roll with it. Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. I'm a tall ass motherfucker. <laughs> um, maybe it depends on at what time of the day you measure yourself or someone else measure you. Because you will okay. shrink during the day, won't you? Oh yeah, okay. uh, By just walking Start around and standing. It, is that how it works? Yeah, I think you, you shrink actually uh, 15 centimeters during a day. <laughs> if we were plants or something. Oh well. I guess people don't care how tall we are. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's another detail about our <laughs> personal life. And as you can hear, we were very much in the mindset of speaking about the Clash of Kings book. So mm. now we just have to come up with an, like a ad hoc uh, episode. <laughs> yeah. That, does that mean that there will be an episode between part one and part two? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. I don't think I have it in me to like sit on an entire episode and not publish. 
Sure. So yeah, this is the break between part one and part two. <laughs> you gotta wait some more before you hear the rest. So there have been no discussion of uh, dominate in this episode because we don't want to spoil part two. True. Basically. True. No dominate. This is a dominate free zone. Oh well. No, but uh, why don't we let? It's been a while since we did this normal one though. Uh, so let's get into the segments. Oh yeah, and the local news. Let's uh, do the local news. <laughs> It's local. Okay, so locally, we have a tournament in Oslo coming up in April, uh, mid-April. It's mm. the 14th and 15th, and it's called the King's Cup. King's Cup. Cupare. Cup holder. One king and two cups. Cup two kings and one cup, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is uh, kind, of, kind of special because it's... a. It's originally a two-dayer, but it's made to be so that you can you can actually join just for one day if you like. Yeah. Uh, you can either, either you can play on the Saturday. You can also just play on the Sunday actually, which is very unusual. Or you can play both days, which of course we hope people want to. But you know, sometimes you you have something on in the weekend which often gets in the way of like a two-dayer. So um, I yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, and what what do you see yourself? Uh, do you see yourself jo- joining it like on one day? I know my brother maybe is just joining on a Sunday, for instance. He's just gonna join for the final, isn't he? He just he just hopes that so many people <laughs> drop out that it's just him in the final. That they're looking for like an <laughs> opponent in the final. Yeah, I, I prefer one dayers, uh, yeah. just because if it's in Oslo, I don't travel uh, much, you mm-hmm. know, and I get uh, you know get fatigued if I play too many games. Also, I guess there is uh, some sort of uh, some sort of magic limit where, if it's too, if it's a two day, you kind of want it to be a little travel involved and kind of if you if you're going to make a whole you know weekend out of it, it's a bit hard if you're playing in your hometown, and it's a two day, and mm-hmm. you and you now live a little out of town, so that drive out like. Will yeah. you want to play and then drive an hour out and then come back the next morning, like an hour drive in? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know? I, I can't stay at a hotel. Yeah, like it, no, I mean, it that's what I did. But <laughs> at Conquest, I live like I live yeah, like literally that's... one kilometer up the street, but I had yeah. a hotel. <laughs> that was a bigger event, though. This is uh, yeah. not likely to be that big. And, no, this uh, is uh, not it's as special. I mean, we usually just do one dayers, but we thought it would be cool to see. If there is an interest for for a two day, and I can I can say a bit more about the concept though, because you mentioned the final, which yeah. is kind of unusual, isn't it? Because we usually play normal Swiss tournament, where you kind of just uh, you know pair of people towards their closest uh, opponent in points, and the winner is the one with the most points in the end. I think it's a pretty standard tournament. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But this one will be a cup, so yeah. In the, at the start of the event, we, we split into like groups, so you have a like group play. Uh, so you have three games against your group, and then it gets split into like quarterfinals, mm. and then of course the winner goes to semifinals, and and the ones who lose or gets cut out of the group, they form like a a little side event almost, um, with a Swiss tournament. So every time someone gets cut out or gets knocked out, they join like the Swiss tournament. Oh, and they okay. can no longer, of course, they can't win the actual King's Cup, which is a actual trophy. With, and uh, Thomas uh, is uh, 
not sure if he orders in these plaques or if he gets it engraved, but you actually get your name on the yeah. on like the trophy. Um, but you can still win the Swiss tournament, which goes parallel, even if you get knocked out of the cup. So that's a bit funny. Uh, yeah. Also, it enables people to because the people who join on the Sunday, they can they just join the Swiss tournament. Of course, they can't join the the semi final. No, no, no. <laughs> so to win the actual cup, you have to play both days. Mm. But if you play just one, you just go kind of into the the Swiss event, and uh, we had hope we're gonna have like prizes for both events. So even if you lose the cup, you can win the little tournament on the side. And I, I say little, but you know, during towards the end, that Swiss event will be like twelve of sixteen players. Yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> so that will be the it will kind of progress towards that will be the main event. And so uh, people last year were a bit unsure. You know, like, what happens if I lose? Do I, do I have to go home? Can I mm. can I can I play if I want to? So this this year we are trying to make it clear that there's actually a there's a system in place and all these games run at the same time like the t- same time schedule. Yeah, so you won't you won't just show up. For one game, there will be guaranteed to be more games. Yeah, absolutely. Potentially more games. Yeah, there will be. A, if you lose the first one uh, in the group play, you get three games no matter what. But if you're a top two, bottom two, then you get the fourth game in like the Swiss Cup, not not the cup, sorry, a Swiss event. Mm. Um, but it, it uh, it's not like we put a red tape across the room and on this side we have the cup. Stay away, guys. <laughs> and then you losers can be down here. It's the actually. We will play on the same rows of tables, on the same clock, on the same you know same messages, yeah. probably even same scenarios and uh, all stuff like that. So yeah, that's fourteenth and fifteenth of April in Oslo. Uh, there's some info on the on the on the Facebook, the, the Facebook, Facebook, yeah, which was what it was originally named. Yeah, it? I think I I think I heard that. Yeah. I did see that movie. With yeah, th- uh, <laughs> I got the, I just got it from the movie, so I'm not sure if that's actually true, but <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, it's probably. Did you, did you see those obnoxious twins lost a ton of money on Bitcoin? Obnoxious twins. Yeah, those oh, two the who, or, and, who originally and, uh, had the claims. <laughs> no, awesome twins. The two from the move, the Facebook movie. Oh, the, okay. they yeah, yeah, those uh, claim yeah, yeah. to have the, the original idea. Yeah, the tall ones, the two mm-hmm. tall ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember their names, but uh, the, it's something German or something, isn't it? Like, they uh, look pretty German. Yeah, with like commando soldiers. <laughs> Apparently, they uh, had lots of invested in Bitcoin and they lost several billion overnight, which made yeah. me happy because I don't <laughs> like this new cryptocurrency. It's crap. an obvious bubble, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, how do they expect this to end? Oh, we need power to make money. That mm. sounds like a great idea. Oh, people have to make uh, bitcoins in their garages. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of inflation? Yeah. <laughs> you know what happens when people make their own money? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I, I don't have high hopes for it. Um, mm. I don't own yeah. any bitcoins, though. But if I did, I, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> mm. uh, we'll see. I saw 50 Cent. I made a lot of money on bitcoin. Yeah, he was just. But then again, he probably lost a lot of those too with the same crack. But um, he had selling crack. No, I mean there was a small uh, tiny ah, right, crack no, in the. Sorry, yeah. But it's according <laughs> to the article, Fifty Cent actually didn't know he had Bitcoin. Yeah, it was just something you do. Uh, you can donate uh, bitcoins apparently. Yeah, I think. People. I think it was like, 
he's, he, he released some sort of mixtape in like 2013, you know, where Bitcoin was yeah. brand new. And he allowed people to pay with Bitcoin online when they downloaded it mm -hmm. instead of with PayPal. So we had like, you know, a certain amount of Bitcoin and then just forgot about it. And then he went bankrupt, and, you know, in uh, probably in lawsuits with his baby, his mama and stuff like that. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, I got like 200 Bitcoin. That's like, you know, several hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That's cool. Anyway, uh, That's King's Cup <laughs> in Oslo, 14th, 15th of April. And um, come and play one day if two day doesn't fit you, uh, you know, mm. it's, that's alright. Yes, I think it's only me who's actually paid now, so... Uh, still a month. We need people mm. to sign up. Until... It's still it's, uh, six weeks from now. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, I guess that's it for the local news. Local! You guys are thinking locally and we're acting globally! And the global news. Oh, global. Mm, have we touched on this already? Uh, French tournament in July. Uh, near Bordeaux in the southwest of France. I'm not sure if we already... I don't uh, think we did. Uh, at, anyway, the French have decided to finally come out of their hiding. Because, uh, you know, they are the like the largest uh, player group in Europe of Kings of War. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, they've had... 120 player tournaments the last two years or three years mm. well two years I guess um, but the, the, we, I spoke to some of them and you know they've said that they are I don't know it's maybe just a language thing they have a, a French forum for Kings of War yeah. and that's where they do all their communication so the outside world you know they had no way of knowing about these big so, big tournaments yeah I don't know any French so no I, cause yeah, the, I guess they're the first to admit that most of them are not too great in English. At least not this player group. Not mm. speaking for all French people here, but at least this part of France or whatever. Uh, so, cause I asked them uh, if if I could come last year, you know, and and they were like, yeah, sure, you you're welcome to come, but mm. just so you know, it many of us are quite bad in English. Yeah. So, you know, they, they felt enough to actually warn me a bit, like, you're welcome, but, you know, you might struggle. <laughs> and I have played French people before, or was that Swiss people, perhaps, at uh, an ETC? And, uh, yeah, I mean, there was a certain language barrier. We had to communicate a lot with, you know, hand it's signs. Doable. It should be doable. It's doable yeah. because it's a game and you, yeah. you both know the rules. So, if, you know... Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. But you know, if you if something happens and you point to it and you roll a dice, you probably know that okay, he's doing an overrun, yeah. you know, or uh, yeah. something like that. Yeah. If he does damage in in melee and it takes up two dice to roll, you know it's a nerve check, you know. I'm even pretty sure you can play the whole game without saying a word. Especially King's War. Yeah. I mean, I we even managed Warhammer, and that was hard because yeah. they would say the names of like magic items. Mm. In French, because they of course are French and had French names for all the items. <laughs> I was like, what? What? What the fuck? <laughs> why? Do, I don't. Know, I don't even get why they have different language versions of uh, a game rule. It seems strange. It seems strange, but I guess it's only in those those cases where enough people actually. Yeah. They must have said like we actually don't understand the book. You know, we need it in mm. Spanish or French or. Japanese, like, 
Games Workshop used to do. So, but yeah, I agree. I mean, you think you'd think most people would, but maybe those some of those more advanced game worlds, you know, maybe they haven't seen. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So um, it's this is in July, and they've actually opened up a bit now. Got it on the public uh, forum. Got a Facebook page up for uh, I think it's called French World Cup or something. Kings of, or K O W World Cup France. Oh, yeah. Fancy. Name. <laughs> Very fancy. Uh, it's the same, uh, you know. I've said this joke about the Norwegian tournaments in several other games, not just Kings of War. But I kind of hate it when the tournament goes out and says, "This is the this is the Norwegian Championship," mm. and then someone else, you know, on the other side of the country, it might be going like, "Why are you the Championship? Yeah, I had a tournament cool. before you did. Why can't why you know?" And we had more people, so yeah. why isn't my tournament the Norwegian? like official championships and that's a problem you know because you get these you get these disputes then but anyway i'm sure people uh, uh not i'm sure we don't take it too seriously yes it's the world cup but we know like you know that asia won't be there and south america won't be there but but is it a uh, cup format or is it swiss oh that's a good I, I assume it's a swiss so it's not a cup actually but it's still in france yeah so uh it's in france and I, I, I'm planning to go actually, um, so uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I still will. Uh, I had French in uh, like high school, so I should be fine. <laughs> yeah, I should sure. be fine. Um, uh, was it Bordeaux? Yeah, very no near Bordeaux. It's mm. like an hour train, no, not an hour, a short train ride uh, from Bordeaux. Mm. This the city is called Angoulême. Golem. Angoulême. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you have to bring like all your Earth goals. elementals when you when you go there, <laughs> so uh, yeah. hopefully this will be as popular as the previous years, and uh, I'm sure it will be you know vast majority French players, but it would be cool if some more could join. Uh, I don't think they're gonna try to go to the ETC this year, because you know there's mm. been a small contingent of Russian, Spanish, and French who have met up at the ETC, as like oh, a side yeah. event. Mm. Uh, but now I feel like they might want to go here instead because the ETC is so dominated by 40k and yeah. and uh, you know ninth age, so you don't get any, you don't really get any focus. Uh, also, France is much closer, is because these ETCs have been like in Greece and stuff recently. Recently. Eh? Recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, it's a quick, kind of quick uh, plane ride down to. To, to France. Yeah, from here it's uh, mm -hmm. no problem. So, um, if anyone wants to come who are not French speaking, you know, they can probably hook up with me and we can go and I can try my French <laughs> and you can just <laughs> nod and look polite. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, other global news the US Masters just uh, finished up. Yeah. So, and seemed like it a was, great event. Yeah, it was apparently epic. Mm. Oh yeah! Did you know I actually had a dream that uh, um, you won? Not not that I won. I had a dream that Jeff Swan got his hand cut off what? during the prize ceremony of <laughs> of the U.S. Masters. Because they have a sword as a prize. No, like there was like a huge ceiling fan <laughs> that was very low, you know. And uh, well, I didn't dream the exact moment where he got his hand chopped off. I my dream was that I was on Twitter. And it's uh, and someone wrote like, okay guys, uh, full disclosure, yes, Jeff Swan lost his hand <laughs> yesterday. 
said like the, the, it says he said like the event is going great. Uh, you know uh, these guys in the lead. It's and yes, it's true. Uh, Jeff lost his hand yesterday, but he's 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 playing today, and he's in good he's in good spirits, and uh, he's taking it very very well. Okay. So I was like, what the fuck? He lost his hand and he's still playing like Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I guess it happened like Saturday night or something in, in my dream. Uh, well, so in your dream, you're on Twitter. You're not even at the US Masters. No, no. You're just on Twitter. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a realistic. It's very realistic, realistic yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the crazy part is just that something crazy happened like <laughs> on the other side of the Twitter sphere. Hmm. But I found it so crazy that you could like lose your hand and still play the second day. And yeah. then in my dream I was thinking like, can they reattach it? Will it grow back? You know, it was Well, in logical. the Star Wars universe they do it multiple times. So yeah. I don't see why. Imagine how happen. depressing it would be to actually lose a hand and realize that I'm never getting it back. Because I, I think your human instinct would just sort of, yeah, but you could sew it back on, you know. Doctors yeah. today can do anything. Yeah, well, yeah, it can't be that hard. <laughs> you just, you know, yeah. attach it back on. Yeah. It would just grow back that on. It would be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, that's my yeah, use master's uh, comment. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, so you're <laughs> that's your uh, only US master experience. Yeah, so only, far. only experience I have. It's uh, pretty much just <laughs> you on Twitter. I'm glad you're unharmed, Jeff. I'm glad you have both hands. Hopefully, I don't know, maybe this is true. <laughs> you uh, jinxed it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, we did already speak about the winner of the Masters on our last episode with the island. Uh, part one. Yeah, mm. so, you know. Cool. Sure, it was a great event. Seemed, I've seen a lot of uh, posts now recently about like how it was all great people and you know no arguments, only... Yeah, because no. everyone's so fantastic in the US. <laughs> They're so cool and they got everything. You gotta have at least one asshole, come on. <laughs> That's unrealistic that it's not a single asshole at a tournament. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't invite him. Like, it's a master's invitational. We should send the I win next time. Yeah. He can be their asshole. <laughs> yeah, I would can be a bit of a dick. <laughs> when, because uh, there's this thing of always. In, in, uh, like machine gun insult is, is what I call him mm. so when it's my I played him at the doubles uh, you know and uh, it, when it was my turn I was standing and thinking and he's like what you gonna do huh what you gonna do huh come on Fred come on Fred you stupid you stupid huh you idiot I'm like yeah. shut up <laughs> the best defense is just a machine gun back I found yeah. when I played him at the doubles anyway yeah. <laughs> well yeah that's not real but then I wouldn't have time to think I don't think. You don't win anyway. True, I might as well <laughs> not think. Just go on gut instinct. <laughs> Alright. Uh, we are derailing so much from the segment anyway today, but um, yeah, well, let's let's try to keep. Let's go in to the other entertainment. Entertainment. Entertain me. Other entertainment. Entertain me. Entertain me, Lars, goddammit. <laughs> I'm dancing. I'm dancing. Juggle those balls. Are <laughs> uh, uh, you recording? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, not your, you know, juggle those balls. What's that? All right. You know, yeah, that's wrong. It's, in, uh, <laughs> it's, your, it's your dirty mind. It's not my fault. But these balls are actually, you know, uh, testicles. testicles so I found them <laughs> earlier. All right. So what do we have written down in our notes? 
our famous notes for yeah. other entertainment. Um, you tell me. Yeah. I can't read that font. It's too small. Why don't we just uh, go into some D and D talk? Yeah, D D and D. The D. Dungeons. Dicks and Dicks and Dicks. Dicks and Dwarfs. Yeah, Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons. You've been waiting a bit for this uh, chance, haven't you? To because now we've had two sessions of our yeah. new D and D adventure. Uh, I'm game mastering, and you're one of the players. Yeah, one of uh, four. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, because we we talked a little bit about it last episode, like we were going to play, and yeah, you know, with, with these people, and we have had two sessions since that. Mm. So, uh, do you want to round up a bit the sessions, or do you want to give a recap uh, just for fun? Like, yeah. uh, what's what, what's your plot so far in the storyline? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, since it was, um, uh, we're we're quite new to D and D, most of us anyway. Yeah. I, I, Except for me, I don't think anyone has played that much. No. Uh, Jens played like for 20 years ago uh, yeah. or something, but I guess that well, doesn't count. Yeah. Well, no, it was 12 years. Yeah, 12 <laughs> years. <ago>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, w- uh, I wanted to ease in sort of the experience. Mm-hmm. So, I just I made like a dungeon crawler type um, campaign. Yeah. So it's just basically just you know kick in doors, see what's on what's on the other side, and <laughs> kick in doors you know. and fight. <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah. Uh, it's been uh, it's been fun so far. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, it's good, good. Uh, the characters are pretty cool. I think uh, like uh, different. I mean, different types. Yeah, very different types. Should we maybe go through the characters? Yeah, it's I a guess. Fun recap. Uh, it's a bit cool for uh, for me and maybe you too because uh, it's still a bit fresh. So it's cool to just. Even yeah. by recapping the story, it actually helps me, like personally, because you know how as a player yeah. you can often forget some details between sessions. Yeah, sure. Um, well, it's uh, V Dog. His character is uh, a half orc, isn't he? No, he's he's, uh, he's a human. He's a human. Yeah. You denied his half orc request. No, uh, he wanted to be twins with Jens's character, and he was a human, so he, oh. he obviously couldn't be a half orc. Oh, so you, that's why it's just a human, but he's raised by orcs? Yeah, he's raised by orcs, yeah. Okay, so that's how you got around yeah, so, the kind so of... So I guess he's half orc in the sense that his stepdad was an yeah. orc. But you, 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 you got into the whole culture versus the genes argument. Yeah. Then. Mm. He's a cultural half orc. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty stupid. He's just like a stupid barbarian. So Yeah, barbarian fighter. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, he's just a barbarian. And he, he was... Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, the old the class. It's not multi-class, yeah. <laughs> Could you even multi-class those two? Yeah, sure. That's weird. You can multi-class whatever you want, I think. And his name was actually something with a K. Cork. No, like originally Cork. his backstory, like Conrad ah, right. or something. Uh, Corbin. Corbin, yeah, yeah, with a K. <laughs> but like Corbin the Orc is a Cork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, my brother Chris, his character is a. Uh, Kind of a dwarf demolitionist kind of rogue. Yeah, yeah. I found because apparently he didn't want to be a rogue, even though he he picked rogue. Yeah. <laughs> so mid first session, he was like, "I don't want to be a rogue." Yeah, fuck this! I was like, why didn't you tell me earlier? Like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't change it now. I can change for next time. So, I did a bit of googling, um, yeah. 
um, you know, after the first session, and I found like this class idea of like a uh, rogue sapper uh, kind of character, mm -hmm. which has like will still be a rogue, but also have like demolition stuff. They can yeah yeah. So it's just on a forum, Dungeons Dragons forum basically. Okay, cool. So I picked uh, a few things from there, and I made up some of my own stuff as well because mm -hmm. he wanted he really wanted like a crossbow. Yeah. And uh, because apparently he played a character in a video game once. Which had a crossbow, which was cool. <laughs> so gotta have it. Yeah. So he wanted a crossbow, and I made like special bolts for him, which yeah. which actually works like spells, really. Yeah. So he had he has a limited of a certain amount of those bolts and a certain amount of uh, homemade bombs yeah. each day or between each long rest, I should say. With like different effects. Yeah, different effects like mm. stun arrow and uh, or stun mm. bolts and frost bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. frost bolt, acidic bolts. It's like. Uh, Arrow in dwarf, running around <laughs> yeah. this uh, like green arrow. Was, yeah, dwarf arrow. Uh, he, I should I should make him one of those uh, boxing glove uh, yeah. bolts as well. Boxing glove <laughs> arrows. It was so great the time where you because you you told me about the boxing glove arrow from the like, comic books. Yeah. And yeah. then I watched the arrow the series on Netflix, and it mm. actually fires one of those at a yeah. guy because they're fighting inside a boxing hall. And he kind of he doesn't want to kill him, right? So he sticks his arrow into a boxing glove, <laughs> so the glove gets attached, and then he shoots it, and then it's an arrow with a boxing glove tip, and it gets knocked out. Knocked out. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's like how TV I see series. Chris's character now. His character is called Ul Ulrich, I think. Yeah. Ulrich. He's a dwarf, dwarf rogue, which is mm. not the best uh, usually. Yeah. But and the ends would be like, you have high dexterity, right? <laughs> so and he's like, no. <laughs> And then something else, but you have high something else, right? Strength, was it? No. Yeah, it doesn't even have uh, that like, high strength. No. Really. It has constitution. constitution yeah, it's like yeah. a dwarf. And intelligence. Row. Yeah, <laughs> it's a dwarf row with high constitution and intelligence. <laughs> what kind of character is that? <laughs> but then again, this is the same guy who made a warrior in World of Warcraft, and he based him on a wood elf war dancer, so he refused to wear any metal armor in the game. Yeah. So he had leather armor <laughs> in the in World of Warcraft as, as a warrior. warrior yeah. yeah, as a warrior. As, yeah. So he couldn't survive anything. So he probably should have been a, a rogue, really. Yeah. Which would make <laughs> more sense uh, also for all the animations or the character. Yeah. Because a rogue is is sort of like jumping around. Yeah. In, uh, Guess he didn't like the sneaking around part. Yeah, he didn't like stealth, maybe. War dancers aren't that cowardice, sort of. Oh yeah, they have you know they have colorful hairs. Yeah, and, uh, they want to be seen. I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> and then Jens's character is a cleric. Yeah. Cleric, a human, the the twin brother of a uh, of a uh, cork. Yeah. Uh, Adolf the cleric, isn't it? Yeah, Adolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I found out Adolf is actually an illegal name in Scandinavia. Uh, you can't in name Scandinavia your kid. Scandinavia too. Yeah, it is. And yeah. it was illegal in Germany, but uh, yeah, no, you're not allowed to call your son uh, or daughter, for that matter, uh, oh, yeah. Adolf. You're probably uh, right. Yeah, I, I have read that. I just didn't realize it was in Norway too. Yeah, yeah. apparently. So we're actually breaking the law by naming this oh character, but uh, <laughs> but you know we're we're, we're pretty really low key. If we get us like one of those cease and desist letters, <laughs> we'll just say we retired the character. <laughs> he has made a new one. <laughs> we, have, we have to get our lawyer to like have a yeah. uh, like a public you statement. Know, maybe this feel like he's spreading you know positive associations with yeah. the word Adolf because he's a healer. Uh, obviously, <laughs> it's a cleric healer. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah. he's um, he's sort of bringing 
he's healing the bottom man pro- back. He's sort of healing a... the reputation <laughs> of Adolf. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, so um, we got. Um, he should have picked a different name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's a cleric. Yeah. He's cool. Uh, tanky as hell. Mm-hmm. Has like, yeah, I think he can get like 21 AC, I think, uh, potentially, with all his uh, like uh, magic what items. And, uh, yeah, he has like uh, uh, a cream that gives him a bonus. <laughs> cream, <stuff>. yeah, <laughs> yeah um, makes sense. Yeah, you just have to rub it on any part of your armor and yeah. it will grant you uh, extra AC. That, that's my homemade uh, magic <laughs> items. Yeah. Um, and mine is a halfling sorcerer slash fighter, isn't it? Yeah, multi-class. I'm multi-classed, that motherfucker. Mm. So I'm a tiny, I'm, a, I'm half as good as a fighter as all the others, because I'm level 2 instead of level mm. 4. And I'm also just a level 2 sorcerer. Yeah. But I like how I have lots of, I can do lots of, of different stuff, and it's all kind of underpowered, slightly. Except my one spell, which is really good. The, yeah, the chromatic orb, I think it's called. Yeah, the also soap known, known as the soap bubble. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And I had I used most of my spell slots on this, like, trick, like funny stuff. Like I can draw, like I can draw like a mark on the surface with my finger. Yeah. So I can, uh, you know, I drew a, I drew like a elf or loser in the forehead of Cork. Yeah. You know, and he didn't see it, but all all the others could see it. <laughs> <laughs> he was not happy about that. And we also said that with that power, I can actually, let's say, like in World of Warcraft, you know, if you play the party, and the party leader, he could put like a red X on, a, oh, yeah, on yeah. an enemy, and like a skull, <laughs> and then he would say, okay, we kill skull first, and then X. Yeah. And I can actually do that in in the game, I can like put a mark on the enemy, okay, we kill this guy first. <laughs> Go for X. Be cool. Yeah, it's been cool so far. Uh, we met a wizard in a, an inn. I yeah, that sent us on this. Like, yeah, we were sent know. on a small, uh, well, a quest to liberate an old, uh, like, uh, monastery slash fortress yeah. from goblins. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's at least that's what you were. That's what a you were told. Goblin infestation. Yeah, and um, you. So far, you actually in the first session, you actually managed to get you know, uh, you cleared out the goblin uh, tribe. Yeah. Sort of. Um, but uh, there was not that many left. No, true. Uh, and he fought a troll, which uh, yeah. he somehow managed to cut his testicles off, and then they grew back because of regions. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> That's true. Yeah. And, we, that's, and we fought a couple of cool monsters, like a flaming bear or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I met the flaming bear. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I don't know, know if you remember, but uh, you know, you encountered a bear trap just before you met the bear. Yeah. So <laughs> I was thinking, like, surely they will run back to the bear trap and try to lure it in there. <laughs> but no. But no, you just wanted to kill it. Uh, I actually ran towards the bear to yeah. put, try to put out the fire. Yeah, you felt sorry for the bear. You thought no, it was poor bear is burning. <laughs> and he, I got rewarded with, like, a super smack in the face or something yeah like it was an evil creature it was like a lava bear that i mm. made uh, like a creature <laughs> so it was not a normal bear it was uh, an evil mm. vicious creature yeah and then we this last session we dug a little deeper in the dungeon and yeah. um, found some sort of a gelatinous cube monster yeah that was cool <laughs> 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 like 
a cube of goo, like goo, like see-through green ooze. Yeah. Uh, who swallowed my character whole, actually. So I was mm. stuck inside the ooze, <laughs> like, ah! And, like, slowly taking acid damage and go while yeah. I was in there. That was funny as hell. It's one of my favorite monsters in uh, yeah. D&D. And then um, <laughs> the best moment was when there was also, like, an, invi- an invisible... Like a um, predator, kind of like with claws, like mm. a humanoid with claws, and like who disappeared when we looked at him. Yeah, and we had we had no way of like uh, of catching because we always were we were always rolling like uh, at a disadvantage to to hit him because he was like yeah I guess he wasn't completely invisible but he was like a blur so you, you yeah, maybe saw this sort of wave or something but you, you can sort of see like w- uh, where he's where he's stepping and stuff you know? yeah. so it's it's not like you can't hit him at all it's just that it's on a distance yeah so we rolled two dice and we had to take the lowest one yeah which always meant that we just didn't hit yeah <laughs> but then uh, Chris's character kind of uh, he actually was able to grab hold of him which I guess was a bit lucky yeah was quite he, lucky yeah he needed you know t- to succeed on both dice, because he also did it at a disadvantage. Mm. But he grabbed the hold of him, and right before he grabbed the hold, I think he first he got this bucket full of tar. Yeah, he found a bucket of tar earlier, which he... Which he had uh, brought with him somehow. He must have had a huge pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's like a small book, like a... Not a bucket, a barrel, I mean. Yeah, a barrel. A barrel yeah. And he, he was like, he put a stick of dynamite in the tar, and then placed it, like, center on the floor where we were fighting. And we, I guess he was thinking when this explodes, you know, tar will fly like yeah. um, spatter everywhere. And maybe this guy will be hit by some tar and we can see where he is. Mm. But he, after that, he was able to actually grab the guy <laughs> and hold him. And then he kind of just, <laughs> I don't know, embraced him and the barrel and then it exploded. And they were just, you know, <laughs> yeah. I could, they were just been dripping in tar. But he being a dwarf, he... Ex- you know, yeah. he, he survived the blast uh, pretty well. Uh, yeah, because I gave all of you, uh, each character got like, uh, I made a, a special power that would reflect like your background, sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he, he, as a dwarf, he got Ancestral Grit, yeah. which he can activate uh, once uh, every short rest. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will give him like bonus immunities to and resistance to certain damages. Yeah. So that's what it did. It's like he used his power you know, to be like extra his, tanky. Uh, yeah, his ancestors just came and uh, basically took the, the the brunt of the <laughs> explosion. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was cool. And then you know this stealth guy was then dripping in tar, and then it was perfectly visible, of course. Yeah. So we didn't get a disadvantage, and then I hurled a spell at him, and just boom, finished him off with <laughs> with a single shot. That was great. Yeah, that's pretty good. And my spell was a, since it was like soap bubble, it actually cleaned him. Because <laughs> yeah. so you you did this cool thing where you let us when we killed somebody, you asked us like how how did he die? Yeah, which was it's awesome. Uh, I love that because I do that on critical role. I thought it was uh, it's yeah. kind of, it's cool. It just says like how do you want to do it sort of. Yeah, and uh, they can then they can then explain how they're killing the person. Yeah. So I said like first you know it gets blown back by the force and he. he passes out but then before he hits the ground he's suddenly sparkling clean <laughs> but then in hindsight I thought about that and like but what about Ulrich he still stood there <laughs> covered in tar like yeah, because running in tar because I didn't clean him off with my spell because no. you ran <laughs> off but uh, Ulrich uh, no uh, no yeah Ulrich he was of course hit by the yeah. blast and, and also Adolf as well Adolf was he was pretty close but he had his shield up yeah that's so true. at least he didn't get tar like in his face 
Yeah. But Ulrik must have been totally, you know, dunked in tar. <laughs> and nobody, like, helped him or, you know, helped him get clean off. It's like, good work, Ulrik, let's go. You know, you're, yeah. you're lagging behind. <laughs> He's a dwarf, isn't he? So. He's shake it off. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so it's, it's been cool. And, um, yeah, I'm liking the Nice, action packed, so. you know, open cave rooms, look for stuff. Find yeah. some loot, solve some easy puzzles, fight some monsters. It's really cool and quick yeah. paced. And, uh, and uh, it's good because uh, uh, it's good to see from the first session to the second that people got more like attuned to their powers, sort yeah. of. So it was uh, it was pretty cool like, to see like ah oh, uh, you know you 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 now use that power which you didn't use last time because yeah. it was too much to learn with the other stuff. So yeah, true. I I completely change character almost because since V-Dog wasn't there in the la last session and he's our, yeah. our main damage dealer yeah. and suddenly <laughs> I had to be the main damage dealer the halfling halfling fighter sorcerer yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I took a beating the whole session and unfortunately Jens could heal me of course yeah. but if I he hit yeah I think I every time I got hit I took like between 11 and 15 hit points and I only have like 28 or something so it was like half dead all the time um, but on the first session I just hid behind the others and just threw my prankster spells like hee hee yeah. you know made stuff dirty and uh, draw like arcane I drew like you, you know obscene symbols on people and the others did all the fighting but now I couldn't do that because I was the you know next choice for fighting <laughs> yeah you're pretty useless huh? <laughs> oh yeah, cool. So it's been good so far. Loving the D and D fifth edition. Yeah, fifth yeah. edition. Um, smooth rules. Fuck me! I'm a dwarf. We got a cool post. Was it from Jake? Jake Hutton? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. One of the guys from uh, Unplugged Radio. Unplugged and Radio. Unplugged Radio. And uh, you know, he asked because um, they also play a lot of uh, fifth edition. Um, yeah, the fifth edition. I'm not sure. Yeah. So uh, he was excited that we also were gonna, you know, gonna do that. Yeah. So that was cool. And he also um, asked us if he wanted to do a review of um, the first Law trilogy. Ah, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the books. Yeah. Which and has nothing to do with uh, D and D. No. Um, so I guess uh, you know while on uh, we are still still on the other entertainment. Yeah. So uh, maybe we should just. You know, do that. Would that be? Would would we ruin it for anyone else? Is that a bad thing to do? To because we have to talk about like the endings and stuff. That don't we? Yeah. Well, you know, if they're slower than me <laughs> to read I these think books, everyone so. in the whole world's read those books by now. Actually, so. I guess so. I was the last one. So I guess reviewing it is uh, there's actually no point reviewing it because everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let me. Let me get this post up. Let's see. Jake Hutton has wrote, written on our page. I'm pumped to hear you guys are getting into D&D 5th edition. It's such a great system. And yeah, we agree. It's very nice and streamlined. and Yeah. You know. Kids sure. like Kings of War. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he asks here, did you finish the, the Blade Itself trilogy? Which I think is actually wrong. It's uh, the first Law trilogy. But the first yeah, book is first called book uh, The Blade Itself. But I, of course, yeah. understand what you mean. Yeah, we discussed this last time, didn't we? How confused it was. Yeah, indeed. 
And uh, it says, Logan Ninefingers was my favorite character, and I'm always curious to see what people's thoughts are on the end of the series. Yeah. Um, and yeah, how do we feel about that? First, uh, of course, uh, Logan is an awesome character. Uh, yeah, um, I do love and I do love how the series starts with him just being in trouble. Like, yeah. it's such a <laughs> go straight to action. Uh, straight to action. It almost feels like a cliffhanger. Straight, you know. With a new hope. Uh, yeah. It's like straight to action. Yeah. Straight away. So it, I think it literally yeah, starts. Star Wars, new hope, right? It starts with him like kind of crawling out of a river, doesn't it? Or uh, yeah, it's, uh, and he's lost. It's like uh, snow. He's lost his shoes, like V dog, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's actually a bit weird because because we spoke about this and uh, it's how he he seems he, he Logan what what's weird with Logan uh, for me is that he actually changes character throughout the trilogy which confused me a bit because at this I almost had the thinking back I was thinking like did the writer change his mind like halfway because the first book at least in the first half he's like you know oh, he gets chased, and oh, I barely survived. Uh, and then he's like this, he has a pot with him. Do you remember that? He has a favorite pot. Uh, yeah. And he feels so sad when he has to leave the pot behind. Because uh, yeah. it was like his, his favorite pot. <laughs> and when he's at this campfire, we can speak to the spirits. Like, he can speak. Some spirit comes to him. Because he, he calls the spirit. He, it's like he has, he blows like, he blows a flame out or something like, and that's, and that's how he calls the spirits. He's like, oh, it's like a, it's very shamanistic. You mm. feel like, oh, he's like a shaman, you know. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then he, he just stops using those powers completely, and mm. he's like not a shaman anymore. He he transforms to like just a huge, scarred, like Norse man, which who everyone's afraid just when they look at him, because he's apparently like you know big and brutish. And towards the end of the book, of course, you know, you get to see his, uh, his raging side, you know, his ability to just yeah. go completely into a battle frenzy. And at that point, it's, it's no longer the same character as the shamanistic, calm guy with a favorite pot spirit speaker. Because, you know, Logan, as we know him later, he wouldn't give a shit about a favorite pot, I think. He, he doesn't yeah. seem sentimental like that at all. He seems more like, you know, everything dies, uh, nothing, you know, nothing is forever. So it's, for me, it's like, was this the same guy who, like, had a own spoke to his uh, cooking cutlery? <laughs> but the thing is, uh, you know, in the beginning, he's actually been on, like, on the run, sort of, for, like, several years with the same group of people. Yeah. Like a small group of uh, warriors. Yeah. Really. And I guess, like, they formed a relationship which was special to him mm -hmm. I suppose and that might be the reason why he you know his life had been that for a long time uh, with his favorite pot so maybe that's what yeah. uh, mm. something I like guess. that like uh, but then you know his he thinks all his friends are dead yeah so it doesn't really matter anymore mm. that all that's an old life it's very it's more like practical it seems like uh, it must have been a very long time since he like had to do a proper fight when he was in that setting. Yeah, it seems like there was more like skirmishes from time to time. Yeah, like he didn't have to go into like 
Bloody Nine mode. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the Bloody Nine carrying his favorite pot, that doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, unless someone else carried it for him. Yeah. Sort of. So anyway, I felt like the character didn't really come into life properly until the second book. Because that's when it's like, okay, he can actually, you know, he can be a crazy ass fighter. Mm. And and they actually and they started to crank that up a bit and he had to actually do several fights and you got to hear how he had defeated all these people in duels mm. and that's like yeah fuck yeah you know and then you don't hear about this spirit speaking business that's just gone that's like erased from his it seems like a some sort of thing that he yeah we we, we don't need that for the story we just we, let's just not talk about that anymore um, mm. but of course it appears later that uh, the bias the, the 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 wizard he did have a plan apparently for that spirit speaking thing yeah. but he needed logan to come with him because you know we needed to use that power but that turns out to be like uh and he doesn't have to do it anyway so then it's like oh they yeah is that the only reason you brought him he's also the bloody nine you know that might come in handy <laughs> but that's you know it's uh Sort of that kind, of, that style of writing. I think like you give, you don't have to. If something comes into play, it doesn't have to have a huge role on mm -hmm. the story, because then it becomes predictable. Yeah. If you know, if it mean, you know, if someone, let's say, that pot, you know, they mention the pot. Oh yeah, then he mu then then he must meet the pot later. So the end of the book, you know, <laughs> the pot is there, you know, and and then but it, but then the book becomes so predictable. Yeah. Like of course you find his favorite pot, mm. but then you never hear about it again. Mm -hmm. so, but you still remember the pot as a reader. You remember the pot, but you yeah. know, it's gone. Mm. So I guess, uh, and I kind of like that, like the the way that kind of writing where you you get a lot, you get information which is not. Uh, which not which is not necessarily super important because mm. it might be the only time you hear about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's more like uh, it's almost like uh, the randomness then the randomness of life. Mm. You know. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I, this part was awesome, but I gotta let it go. Yeah, and you also to remember that during that time he's he has no shoes. He's almost freezing to death. Mm. So his thoughts would go to things that would give him comfort like uh, practical things yeah yeah so it, it's <laughs> like he's he's uh, in the beginning of the book he's in a little cave you know barely surviving mm -hmm. uh, during the night you know he just managed to find this little thing and he crawls in there yeah and it's a bit warmer i guess in there than outside yeah and it's like freezing cold and he thinks about his <laughs> little pot yeah <laughs> which uh, which apparently yeah. was his favorite <laughs> yeah um uh, yeah, I guess there is a bit of that, like a bit of meaningless things put in, which as a reader, I guess, connects you a bit more like, because you, you can relate to the sort of the, oh, well, that was pointless, sort of, you can mm -hmm. kind of share their, share their, their disappointments to a certain degree, Yeah. because he, sa he saves a person quite early in the story, uh, carries him on his shoulders. Mm, yeah, that's true, yeah, yeah. Some, and later um, in the story, that person dies. Mm. And he's like, God damn it, I spent so much energy carrying yeah. this person <laughs> across the fucking mountain. You know, and not that he's angry, he's just oh, like, you know, yeah. shit, my and you know not, not And he wasn't even that far from his goal either at that point, was he? No. It's like uh, Yeah, because it's towards the end sort yeah. of. 
and it, yeah, it, it just, it's very, and it's not like selfish, it's not like, oh, I spent energy, it's, it's just this human, like, you know, little mm. disappointment that, you know, oh, the pointlessness, and that's a bit cool. Have you I read um, I Am Legend, the book? Did you uh, read that? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. Because yeah. they, uh, you borrowed it from me, I think. Yes. Uh, you remember the chapter where he, he finds his dog? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess yeah. everyone who see the Will Smith version, he has a dog from the beginning, right? Yeah, the dog's like a major part yeah. of the movie. But in the book, the original uh, yeah, book, I know, remember. He, tries to, he tries to lure this dog in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it, it just, it's just a whole chapter of him trying to lure yeah. the dog. And then, you know, re- having seen the movie for, uh, from before, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this is where he gets the dog. Yeah. And, you know, I'm looking forward to him having a dog now for the rest <laughs> of the book. Yeah. But then, you know, the dog just, you know, he runs away or something, isn't yeah, it? I think it never it, comes back. I think the dog dies. Yeah, maybe it dies, actually. Because, yeah, you know, just one chapter and a half later, he buries the dog. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I think he buries it. But I, I, he loses it, at least. I feel like it's in the same chapter, but maybe I, I can't remember. Yeah, anything. and, you know, as a reader, like, but, but you know, that was the start of a new friendship. <laughs> they were going to have, like, a man and dog kind of life now, but... But then, and then yes. and you know how it's written that book it's very like uh, you know April 20th mm. yeah. 1948 today my dog died kind of uh, it's yeah. a bit like it's not that staccato but it's a bit like chapters like that and I was like yeah I remember that was such a downer like oh come on yeah, it's, it's almost like as a reader, like a meta thinking. Mm-hmm. Thinking, why didn't you just remove that chapter because it had, yeah, it, 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 you know, it, it, there was no progress in the chapter. He just tried <laughs> true, to lure true. his dog to him. Why did you put a whole chapter about the dog and then the dog dies later? Yeah, it was like a useless chapter. I guess this is the same kind of thing. Yeah. But those characters, or you know, yeah. even though the the whole chapter was, you know, it ended up on the same. Yeah. There was no further towards any goal <laughs> at all uh, at the end. Oh, yeah, that's true. Also, you know, their entire first expedition, when they gathered this party to travel across the whole globe, yeah. turns out to be a failure. That's true, yeah, the, like, the whole second book. And it's like, why true. the fuck, why? <laughs> and, you know, all the characters are angry. Why the fuck did we go half the world for this shit? <laughs> and they didn't have to go back. And in the meantime, they, they, they missed out on a lot of stuff, like... A whole mm. war has happened, you know, not happened, yeah. but the war started mm. and progressed and, and yeah. Um, but of course, Logan is the obvious favorite, uh, you know, it's actually cooler to talk about the others, I think, because Logan is the obvious yeah, star of true. the of the book, you know. Um, I think it's uh, uh, even more interesting to speak about, like, um, yeah. Pharaoh, you know, the, the girl who feels no pain. Yeah, and Colonel her, West. Colonel West, Colonel? Yeah. yeah, he becomes yeah. Colonel yeah. in the end. Mm. Um, and uh, the mage bias we spoke about already. Um, yeah. Giselle, the, you know, cocky noble who uh, wins the sword, in, sword fight competition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then you, you think like, oh, he's going to have like a, he's going to be like a real cool, he's going to be better and better at fighting. Oh, yeah, about, you know, regarding um, disappointment. I remember that because <laughs> he's been like, you know, he's, he's never been in a, in a proper fight. Yeah, no. Yeah, and just on a dueling uh, yeah, ring. So. Just dueling, yeah. So at some point they get like ambushed or something on their travels. Mm. And, uh, you know, Logan and uh, Pharaoh, they're fighting like, uh, they're fighting one guy each or something yeah. and uh, Logan's in trouble 
and he's like yeah, he's holding like barely holding off this guy's sword from like sticking him and he's like you just oh, come and help you know come and help and he's just froze he just totally chokes in his first fight like yeah. real combat so he he just he's unable to to I think I think he falls over and just sits on the ground yeah, you know he gives up yeah he, he can't even hold his sword <laughs> totally wets himself and he's like oh man he's fucking pussy but then later there's a new like fight a little skirmish going on and you're you, as a reader you're like oh no Giselle's gonna you know you remember his last <laughs> performance and and he, he's like okay he's, and he, he's still, still really scared you know oh, I'm so nervous I don't know what to do uh, and then he just manages to like bow bow he just kills off two people so easily yeah and he's like oh this was really easy um i must you know i must be improving and then it turns around and he gets a mace in the face (laughs) (laughs) which breaks his his jaw and his teeth and his like jawbone and 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 you're like how 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 ugly must he be now i guess his face totally smashed because he was a pretty boy before. he was yeah like a pretty boy and now they're all like leaning in over him and they're stitching his face up and they're like oh yeah it's bad it's pretty bad and logan with his face full of scars is like <laughs> yeah it's actually one of the worst injuries i've seen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just honestly just crying you know he doesn't have a mirror so he's oh i must be a, i must look like yeah. a troll now because uh, as a nobleman you know in the capital he's uh, he's more like a dandy kind yeah. of guy so it's all like pretty flir- much just looks isn't it yeah always like fl- flirting with the ladies and yeah. you know he's one of the most popular you know, men yeah. in the, in town or in the city. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, he doesn't. He heals pretty well. He just gets a little, you know, a big scar. But it's all it all apparently it all lends to his like manliness when he gets a bit older or something. Yeah, it's like a it's it's a big scar that you can see, but it, it, it at least it doesn't get infected and uh, mm-hmm. makes it even worse. Yeah. But about I guess we should spoil the ending. If you don't want to hear the ending, then you should probably skip like five minutes right now. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should give a little spoiler. Uh, and if you're slow and you you can't find your pause button, then you need to pull your <laughs> earplugs out right now, right now, and scream as loud yeah. as you can in case uh, you know the audio uh, gets to your ears anyway. Yeah. Okay. So the ending. Uh, should we do like character by character? I guess because it all it all rounds up pretty separate from each other, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. they they kind of win the war. And uh, with the Gurkish, and then these evil wizards kind of storm the city, yeah. And they get into a fight with the, the climax, with, with, yeah, with Bias. And uh, Bias does, uh, you know, this like grand last grand stand where he creates this huge like vortex. Yeah, it, it fucks up the, with the the rules and the the connection yeah. between the other side, whatever. He that doesn't is. give a shit about these laws. He no, just no, sort no, of. No. Of course I broke the first law. What are you? Are you a baby, sort of? <laughs> I break it when I feel like it. Um, and But this vortex, apparently it's the same that ruined this old city of Alcus or something. Yeah. Just he managed to do it. And that must have been him too, right? Probably. He's the a... old bastard. <laughs> old conniving bastard. And you, so he, and you learn so much that he's been... He has a part in everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. he is the bank. Yeah, that was yeah. almost a downer for me. I'm like, oh no, he's like, <laughs> he's the one lending the money out. Yeah. He probably creates gold, like, you know, alchemy or something. And he has had a part in every king the last, like, 
several hundred years, um, just puppeteering them from the shadows, sort of. It's all a game, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's all a game. It seems like for the actual power, uh, the actual powers of the world are actually him versus his brother. Uh, what's the name of his brother again? Uh, I can't recall, but like the evil. Yeah. Because his brother created these evil wizard apprentices, mm. but Bias was able to win this time, and I guess he's been able to win every time. But he says something like, "Now we, uh, he'll come back in a couple, in like a hundred years. He'll yeah. be back with a new army." So it's like every couple of hundred years, the world just clashes, and it's not, it's not actually a world war. It's just Bias and this other guy fighting each other, and they, yeah, yeah, and they need, you know, yeah. they need large armies to take towns and stuff so it's just their plot their personal little plot <laughs> it's so infuriating and uh, this power um, kind of gives this like cancerous disease yeah. to everyone who was touched by it so that, like with they wither away it seems like a quick cancer sort of they lose their teeth it's sort of like radiation yeah, yeah exactly radiation mm. like they lose their hair yeah. and their teeth fall out and um and uh, that's the saddest part, isn't it? That Colonel West actually gets infli- uh, afflicted yeah. by this disease. Yeah. So he, but he survives though, which is good, I guess. But he's just a shadow <laughs> yeah. of himself. He's, he's like thirty years old, but he's uh, like a skeleton sort of. Uh, yeah, and he, I think he has this scene towards the end with Glockta, and they're kind yeah. of equally ravished, yeah. you know. And Glockta's like he's sitting oh, on a bench or something. Yeah, yeah, something. And <laughs> the West is like. How do you survive? How do you bear this life? Because mm. it's just so reduced. And Glockta's like, oh, one day at a time. <laughs> and <laughs> Glockta's been a cripple for twenty years. Or yeah, and Glockta kind of rel. I don't know if he like re- re- like relishes in it, but it's like he's like almost happy to see someone other than him. You know, yeah. having it, having a shit life. You know, he's like, oh well, <sighs> finally it's not just me who has a shit life, sort of. But it's really sad because Colonel West was one. I think you said once that he was like the only honest man in the whole story. Yeah, sort of is. Yeah, he's like he's always <laughs> trying to do like you know honor and uh, by code and by law. Yeah, really. Although of course he has a couple of everyone's character has a huge. You could say that, but then like oh yeah. well, he does kill the crown prince, mm. <laughs> and he also beats his sister, which is like a yeah. His, it's uh, very like oh my god. Sort of his. But is it, it's like in the, what's it called in legal terms? Like uh, in the fit of rage, sort of. So he'd, uh, yeah. he'd get a reduced sentence if this was a court of law. <laughs> of course, this because is Because she's ruining, her, like, he's actually just trying to, you know, stop her from doing stupid shit so yeah. he can save her future. But she just drinks every day and mm. acts like, an, like a total retard. So I think it's like, uh, he's kind of just... You know, frustrated, frustrated for her, but it ends up with him, and but then he, she gets like sassy back, so he just responds violently. But it's you know we see that even he has a dark side, and it gets like, you know, in a rage over, over, over stuff too. So, um, and he also had the ability to push a guy like over the cliff. So you know he's not perfect. <laughs> no, no one's perfect in that story. That's true. Um, and but Glock Typhoon is just pretty good, doesn't he? Because he's been like the wretched poor guy the entire story. Yeah. Yeah, he's just climbing, isn't he? He climbs <laughs> very slowly but steady. Everyone else is just at the same place or worse than they were. Yeah, so that's true. In different ways, I guess. But Glockta's like, he's like the sunshine end of the story, isn't he? 
Which is cool because I think he's many people's favorite character. The way he just sort of struggles through life and like all the pain yeah. he must have. It's almost too much sometimes. The they repeat in every sentence how his like how his bones click and his neck kind of snaps and like. Yeah. But of course, it does help to remember that okay, this guy's actually suffering every single day. Actually, I find it a bit unrealistic because you know when you're in that kind of pain, you, you don't really have the ability to think outside yourself. But still, he's like he has the ability to you know. Uh, read uh, transcripts and the right letters and and plan and like scheme but in reality he's always described as like being in a like you know a, not just pain but like a incredible pain yeah i guess and it's like how would you walk around and like have the energy to you know walk around and do your scheming and plotting when you should all you want to do which they even say he just wants to lie down and scream yeah uh, it's almost like you're too much pain level to to match his level of scheming because uh, he's a, he's just he's always the smartest one even when you think he's beat <laughs> he has planned one step ahead he's uh, fueled by a sort of a revenge or the thought of revenge on everyone just are you not not for any not not by any personal you know uh, someone's wronged him personally it's just mm-hmm. You're not me, so therefore I'll have a revenge on you. So that it's just, <laughs> yeah, uh, but that, he also doesn't really seem to have revenge it. in the world. What's his driving? Is that his driving force? I mean, he wakes up like I just want to die, you know. So why doesn't he just jump off the tallest tower? He must have a incredible, you know, like will to live anyway, even though he claims to not want to live. Yeah, I, th- I think is that he don't want to be that person being found in the river. You know, oh, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he has this sort of mantra, river. doesn't he? Yeah. He says, like, body found floating by the docks. Yeah, he won't, I think he just wants to like, show the world, sort of, uh, in a way. In, I guess in he, a crazy, yeah. twisted way. I guess he was so proud before, when he was like a colonel. And, yeah. uh, you know, he was a war hero, wasn't he? So. Yeah, he was like a pretty boy, and mm. he won the co- uh, dueling contest when he was young. Yeah. And he was a successful general, so I guess... For him to, I guess his self-image is still that he's like this successful yeah. person, and and you know every time he gets reminded that he's a cripple, he, maybe he just sort of he doesn't he refuses to be the cripple. He just he is you know the the hero. Yeah, and he, I think he hates to be if some his reputation is sort of still important to him. So he doesn't want to mm-hmm. be he wouldn't want to die pathetically mm-hmm. because like oh of course he threw himself off the tower. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that's he was, true. Uh, like he's just uh, set to prove everyone wrong or something. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. And Giselle, he, you think he has a good ending because he gets, you know, gets crowned and yeah, and all that. Comes but, the king. So. But he kind of gets stuck in this horrible marriage with a princess who hates him, <laughs> absolutely despises him. And by the wizard, he's 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 controlling everything anyway, so he doesn't yeah. really have any. Really and every power. time he's like, no, I want to give the peasant. Uh, you know, lower taxes. Yeah. And then buyers like, <clears throat> actually, we do not want to do that. We want to raise their taxes. <laughs> it's like, no, I am the king. And he's sort of, you shut up, boy. I am 2,000 years old and I've ruled the world. And he even like, you know, punches him in the stomach with some sort of pain spell at some point. Yeah. Just to shut him up. And you're like, okay, so he has no power. He's just a puppet. And then you can 
don't understand why the old king was just this drooling fat guy. Yeah. Because that's how they wanted him to be. Just a. Mm. We have a king, yeah, but it, we do the actual, um, you know, deciding. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Who else is in the end? Uh, Pharaoh. She gets actually kind of fucked up by this. Um, she holds this magic stone for bias in the end, mm. uh, which empowers him to power this vortex. Yeah. And she's able to hold it, I guess, because she doesn't feel any pain. She's born that way, right? Yeah. She's like painless. Or, you know, she can't feel pain ever. But she gets really weird. Uh, she starts hearing voices and gets really haunted and, mm. and uh, kind of crazy or, and paranoid. And then she realizes she actually has powers. Like she's been, she's been changed. She's become this sort of uh, uh, super powerful, uh, I don't know what really. She can jump. Yeah. She jumps out of the tower and, you know, it's just like Thor when he comes uh, jumping down from the heavens and just boom, you know. Yeah. The ground just sort of collapses to this sort of, this sort of a shallow uh, pool, a crater, to, like a crater, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she has so super strength all of a sudden, and you you can almost feel like she has become like those things that they defeated, those uh, hundred words whatever they call like uh, yeah, those evil uh, yeah. apprentices. It's like their wizards. power, kind of you know, super yeah. strength and stuff like that. And she just runs off to. to to kill her captors, doesn't she? Yeah. Runs towards the uh, girl to. It used to be a slave, so. Yeah. Just take revenge, and the so that's kind of a sunshine story for her, but she'll never be the same. I mean, she's kind of a. Yeah, a and what you know demon. from the world, like using the power of the other side, will fuck you up even further. So. Yeah. It's probably not going to end well anyway. No, uh, it feels like she'll become this sort of kind of hollow vessel of uh, vengeance. Mm. But she's happy when she runs off. Yeah. Because she knows, like, well, I'm, maybe I'm like, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll be destroyed by this, but I'll, I'll damn sure get my revenge <laughs> with these powers, sort of. Who else is, uh, who else character is it? Well, Logan, of course. He becomes yeah. king of the north. Oh, and that's the, I think that's actually what Jake meant when he asked, like, what I, do you I think, think about yeah, the ending? I think that's the ending that people always mentioned like with the books like yeah the ending though mm. uh, or some people are like yeah i love the ending yeah you know, people are uh yeah so that's actually a, like a disputed ending i guess yeah people it, it's like one of those endings where you don't really yeah i don't know it just it was leaves bit, something to be desired i guess for some people i guess it was it was kind of surprising when it ended because you know I, I listened to it so i don't ever see where the, when the end is coming yeah. With the book, you see it's the last page, right? Yeah. But I'm just sort of, well, well, what happens next? And then, like, the like the outro music came out. Is it over? <laughs> what? No! So what happens is he returns to the north, kind mm. of a king, king of the north, although I don't, I don't think people really agree with him being no. king. Yeah. To say, like, yeah, he's crazy as bastard. I don't want him to be king. I guess so, there's no? some sort of northern law. He became uh, king by defeating the old king. Yeah, yeah, he defeated the old king, mm -hmm. or uh, not the old king himself, but uh, in a duel. So he actually won sort of the kingdom. Oh yeah, that was a prize, wasn't it, for winning? I guess a thing. Mm -hmm. But by northern law, he had to be king. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But he's a reluctant king. He doesn't want to be that. No. So he, you know, hates to because this is a short period where he actually is in the capital and he is the king. And he has to attend these banquets, and he's like, "Oh, I hate this. I want to just not be here." 
want to be anywhere but here. So he leaves again, puts like a second in command, Dogman. He's like, you stay here in, in the city mm. and you, you know, handle things here. So Dogman has a pretty good ending, I think. You know, he can, yeah, he can be in luxury in the city. <laughs> um, but Logan goes back and he actually kind of gets ambushed, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, so he gets it ends with him being attacked by the two of the people he had the two sons of the king he defeated yeah and uh, um, Black Dao yeah one of his uh, or companions on yeah. like the last 10 years or whatever because all his companions were kind of reluctant friends weren't they they were all mm. his enemies at some point yeah and he defeated them in a in single combat yeah and spared their life Mm. So they kind of are bound. Honor bound. Yeah, they are like honor bound to follow him, mm. uh, but they, you know, you never really knew if they were reluctantly following him, you know, or uh, I guess at some point they were all a bit reluctant. Yeah, they, they knew what it was like deep inside. So yeah. they shared him, but they still, I think yeah. they still at some point, at least most of them, you know, liked him and yeah. respected him. I think so. There was a part probably mm. there where, that, where everything was good, sort of. Mm. But, you know, the more his dark side came out, the more destructive it got. So he killed, you know, indiscriminately around him. Yeah. And at some point he even kills a child. Yeah. You know, which is like, what the fuck? And you never it see that in normal amazing. books. But he's like, oh shit, okay, wow, he did that. And he just doesn't remember because he's like in a frenzy when he does it. Mm. But after that, you know, Dogman never really likes him after that. No. And like, you know, fuck you, Logan, kind of like that. You know, you're still my leader, but you're a fucking asshole. Mm. Those are kind of the, not you know, not not the exact words, but that's clearly his meaning. He hates this killer that he's following, and that's so his reputation kind of plummets as king. He's like the mm. most hated king ever, uh, and then he gets ambushed and uh, he jumps out the window. Yeah, and into mm. the river. Yeah, so it's back to page one of it's the book. A, yeah, <laughs> and you know, I like that. Because it was like a cycle. The story mm. ends with him coming out, like, you know, uh, yeah, like crawling out of a river. And it all ends with him jumping into a river to save his life, which is mm. exactly what he needed to do in the first place. I assume he's, you know, he, he wouldn't have jumped in the river against those uh, flatheads if, he, if it wasn't desperate, no, knowing yeah. how he actually can't fight, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it needed to be desperate times for him to actually escape like that and then it kind of ends uh, right there i think with him just yeah, jumping standing, yeah. and yeah. you know we assume he survives being logan he survives everything but uh, i guess it's a bit sad you know uh, uh, but I, I i didn't hate it uh, i thought it was kind of refreshing like okay so his life is a struggle that's that's how he, yeah. he he'll, he'll never be able to settle or have a like a nice quiet life being who he is He'll just uh, he'll always be in trouble somehow. I always liked the ending, uh, uh, personally, and yeah. I, I think I guess I don't know why people don't like it, but I guess it's um, people were really hoping that you know things would turn out well for Logan because he mm. was sort of the yeah as I said, it's like the he's the obvious hero in the story. Yeah. Even though he's not really good, mm. uh, but you know. It's it's one of those characters you just, you kind of fall in love with. It's, it starts with him, yeah, and uh, yeah, obviously it ends with him. Uh, but and and also it's like a it's like a betrayal, you know. He's it's actually being stabbed in the back by one of his mm. so-called friends, which is also yeah. I guess some people might feel that's like ah oh, 
that sucks because mm. you know That's things true. were going so things were going better now and you know yeah. the north would be at peace and blah 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 yeah and then true. this uh, other asshole comes along and, uh, and he was like the he was like the evilest man in the north wasn't he the black Tao. yeah until he got defeated by logan mm. which is you could argue is even more evil on his worst but yeah. still black Tao seemed more like sadistic yeah whilst logan is you know he's kind of nice and friendly until he goes into <laughs> battle mode which then is just a complete destruction vortex but uh black Tao seems like more evil than logan like, yeah, I think so, yeah. Like, like fundamentally. General, yeah, his personality mm. is definitely... Yeah. So I guess that's also a bit... Maybe people don't like that there's like an evil king now on the throne. Yeah, yeah because that's know? pretty much how it ends, isn't it? Yeah. At the same time, though, he's, he blacked out, says like, I don't want you on the throne. You're like a bloody bastard and mm. only death follows you. So it, yeah. it, it seems that even though he and those two sons of the, the previous king... And, they're all made out to be total assholes, but it's they kind of say that this is for the for the good of the people. Yeah, <laughs> they, you know it's kind of like you know people enough people have died. We are, we, you, uh, we 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 don't want you here because only mm. death follows wherever you go. Yeah, but then again, it's it's a bit like spin, isn't it? Because he gets help from the sons of the old king, which was also an evil piece of ass, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's. Even though uh, you get you learn a lot of uh, Bechtod, is that Bechtod? Yeah, yeah, that's right. The old king of the north. I mean, he seems you get the impression he's evil. Yeah. But he seems like he's quite a good king, really. In his like last words, he actually kind of blames Logan in part. Yeah. Because he was like, uh, we, I was always happy where I was, but you always wanted to go mm. further, and I couldn't stop you because then you you know kill me. So because that's that's sort of the twist, isn't it? That Logan was actually Bethod's dual guy. Yeah. You know, so uh, every time Bethod came to a city, they're like, okay, we can fight this battle, but you know, or we can do a duel. And according to Northern law, yeah. if I win, you get I get your kingdom, and vice versa. Yeah. So, and of course, Logan would win every time. Yeah, because and, he goes to friends anyways. So. And at some point, uh, Bethod says like uh, that Logan actually pushed further yeah. for because he just wanted to fight more duels. Mm. And Bethod was actually quite pleased with this small yeah. kingdom he had. But so and that's a bit of a shocker. It's like what he's actually blaming Logan, and Logan doesn't contradict him. No, he's, no, he's, oh, yeah, he, he's more yeah. like surprised, like. Oh yeah, fuck! Is that really how it was? <laughs> like, it's like he kind of forgot, because uh, I guess most of those duels he would, he does. He probably has a very hazy yeah, memory of all mm. those fights, you know. Mm. Uh, as we learn, he kind of doesn't remember what he does when he mm. when he fights. So yeah, yeah, it's like that is true. All the good, the evil king turned out to be yeah, better but, than we yeah. assumed, and and you know vice versa. It's all they all get this sort of. Uh, flip side on the, uh, towards the end but yeah, yeah. yeah. But i loved it and i've had a, a couple of very good months now with these audiobooks uh on the bus to work to work from work if i did overtime uh, yeah. i even went to bed with this audiobook on because i used to sleep mode where you 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 it's like 15 minute to countdown oh yeah so you like press play put on the sleep timer for 15 minutes and then, you know, just about as I was uh, falling asleep, the sound would, like, fade out. 
<laughs> and I have to like take out my earplugs and a bit it's a bit of a hassle sometimes but I just love to be lulled to sleep by this book because <laughs> t- all the, the guys reading it is so good yeah, yeah so good I haven't read uh, I haven't listened to the other books so uh, you know I can't mm. uh, I don't know but uh, yeah I can imagine if it's I if guess I've that's, told... that must be important in an audiobook uh, yeah absolutely yeah. I guess I I guess I told you before also the, how, how good I think the, the reader is <laughs> yeah um, so yeah, so that's cool, and I I followed the Jake's suggestion. I actually started listening to the Name of the Wind audiobook. Yeah, yeah I suggested that on Facebook as well yeah. in the same post. So uh, thanks for that, Jake. I am checking it out right now. Also, uh, you know, this is a tr- trilogy, so it's sort of it's it's a closed trilogy. But there's also other books in like the same universe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mm. did actually because. Uh, um, I found all those on Audible, so I actually downloaded all of them. Ah, cool. Yeah. Um, they're called Best Served Cold, Heroes, and the third I can't quite recall. But they are very, like, you know, they're linked to the... You just, they just appear when you, when you finish the book. It's like, do you also want to listen to these? Yeah. You know, because they're, <laughs> they're the same author. I actually started the, um, the first one. The um, best served cold. Best served cold. Oh, yeah. uh, and what I realized was I wasn't ready for a completely new. Well, this is yeah. going to sound stupid since I actually ended up starting Name of the Wind. Uh, I wasn't ready for a new gallery of persons. Yeah, yeah, I can see what you mean. And, uh, but then again, I started a new book with a completely new gallery of persons. <laughs> so it probably sounds yeah. a bit stupid, but. I didn't. Uh, I, it was but, so great, you know, the first trilogy that when it, because uh, it's some of the same. It's like, oh, the Duke is there, but um, there's new main characters, and it follows Shivers when he goes back north. But I, was like, yeah. I don't care about Shivers. It's <laughs> like the only person in the in you know in the war band of the Northmen. Shivers is like the only guy I didn't actually like make a face for. In my head, <laughs> yeah, some of the minor minor characters uh, pops up in. Uh, yeah, I'm now. like, oh, I don't even have a face for this guy. Do I have to do that now? You know, because you know, you you do that, don't you? Like without thinking, mm. you give kind of faces to some characters. I think, um, but the minor ones you kind of skip sometimes. <laughs> so I skipped him. I don't hear about him. Fuck that. <laughs> so I actually stopped. Uh, and also, the start of the book reminded me too much of the end and start of the trilogy, mm. which is someone. Kind of falling out of a window, oh, yeah, and I was yeah. like, "I just heard Logan jump out a window." <laughs> I'm interested in in this female falling, getting pushed out the window. I don't know what this is too similar. I didn't want to listen to it. I can see what you mean, and uh, I I would actually start with heroes to be honest. Yeah, because it's it's so it's very much different. Mm. You know this, and uh, it's more. It's not a book about a a person or people really it's more mm. about you know this one battle and yeah it's a bit of it's, it's different yeah. and then uh, so and mm. they have, they're not connected in any way that would you know you could start with each book yeah. you don't you can even ignore one of the books if you like it okay it doesn't really that sounds great it. yeah well you know i'm gonna come back to those uh, uh, definitely i will um but I, it was easier for me to start a new book and it um so far, I'm like, it was a bit slow start, his name of the wind. Uh, it was, I listened to the first, you know, I started it, and I was like, uh, oh, it's a bit slow, and uh, I didn't have optimal, um, I didn't have optimal uh, listening uh, times, because I think I, the first time I started it was like when I was going to bed, 
All right, yeah. You know, and I just fell asleep. So I didn't really catch the first, you know. Mm. And then I have to go back, rewind it, listen again. And then mm. that happened a couple of times because it was over the air. And I, had, I tried, like, when I was going to bed on the Saturday, but then I had been drinking. So I was, like, half drunk listening <laughs> to a new book. And I was like, who are these people? I don't know. So it wasn't until yesterday when I just started over. Uh, I was like, okay, I have to start over. I can't remember half. And then I tried again. And uh, then I finally got into it. it a little yeah. bit of a difficulty, like getting into it. Also, I, I found, at least in the start, it's better now, but I found the narrator uh, very sleep-inducing. Oh, yeah. So oh, I yeah. actually fell asleep <laughs> and, and kind of trailed off from his voice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that could be a problem. Yeah, it could be. Is uh, that attuned to your to your um, mind? So <laughs> it's too attuned, too attuned, I guess. Uh, yeah, to my uh, sleeping pattern yeah. or my. Uh, so uh, I think it's better now, uh, but uh, it's uh, it's always a challenge. You, you can't really listen to it if you're too sleepy, and you can't like sit in a sofa and listen because you'll just fall asleep. Best thing for me is when I'm on my way, you know, on the bus or something. I can't yeah. just go to sleep and do actually stay awake, but I'm not doing much. Um, but it's a cool story and I got a bit into it and it's about this guy who tells his story about how he grew up and when, how he learned magic and mm. uh, it's very um, also like Jake said it's very scientific you kind of go into like the alchemy and how because he learns from this tutor and he tells him like how elements combine and um, it's very it's, it's cool it's not like just this magic word and something happens uh, he actually learns like how to do it and you as the reader like wow really you know it gets interesting like that it's not Harry Potter uh, just, you know say a word yeah not it's not a, exactly it's actually the main character even goes as far as saying that he actually he actually succeeded in a spell they don't call it spells though but you know it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a spell and he's disappointed because it worked but it's no like, it's no flair. It's no, it's no ta-da! Or like he doesn't feel the power of like surging energy. He, he, I think he's going. He's supposed to lift something with some sort of um, some sort of power, and it and he lifts it, and it's like almost disappointed. Because it's like, yeah. oh well, is that it? Mundane. Yeah, it worked, but is that all? Yeah, you know, you did it. That's you know, it's, well it's a science kind of. You kind of unravel the. Mm. How things are connected. Uh, it's very cool. I like it so far. So that was the book club. Uh, uh, book club se section, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, I had this idea the other day. Because uh, Unplugged, they also talk about, a lot about books. Yeah, and they should, have a, they should have a, a little uh, jingle for that. They should call it Book Club Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can do that. Book Club Radio. <laughs> We're clubbing books. Cool. All right. That was the other entertainment section, which was quite long today, which is our new uh, trend, yeah. I guess. Usually is, isn't it? Or, <laughs> or some part is always too long, I feel. <laughs> Mostly this one, the, in the recent one. <laughs> dwarf fact. Yeah, dwarf facts. So, what's the one fact that everyone knows about dwarves? The, that they're short uh, and have beards yeah. and yeah, but uh, you know the one gold? Uh, sort of the the fact which is more like a natural law really. Gold like uh, hunger for gold. No, it's that they dig too deep. 
always yeah. that is true yeah. yeah that's actually a oh, yeah, like law of nature like sort of. what do dwarves do yeah they dig too deep yeah i always <laughs> dig too deep and i will you know w wake something up in the deep yeah. at some point you know but it's, you never know when it's just uh, it will happen yeah it will happen sooner or later <laughs> and the thing is you know when I, if a dwarf starts a hole mm -hmm. you know they will never stop until they dig too deep Oh, yeah. You know that's 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 a that's a sign to stop. Yeah. So this can go on for generations. Mm -hmm. You know, just you know, ah, yeah, my grandpa started digging his hole, so now I'm stuck down here, <laughs> just digging. Keep and, digging. Uh, just I'm just hoping I get to hit that evil soon. You know, <laughs> to get this over with. Hit that obvious moment when it's too deep. Yeah, when it's too deep, when something awakes in the deep, <laughs> because there's always something down there that you know you don't mm -hmm. want to dig out. Or is it, yeah? Or is it, is it, does it have to be undesirable, sort of? Yeah, I think so. I mean, or is it just it, when you, it, first time you hit something? I mean, what if you hit gold ore? Wouldn't yeah, that that's be... just on the way down. So you would still continue? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, you because you look it, for more gold. Yeah, because it's too deep. It's not deep, it's too mm. deep, you know? So okay. that implies that it's something negative, isn't it? Yeah, you I know, guess. I'm, I'm too, you know, friendly. Doesn't mean that, that's not a good thing. Uh, necessarily, you know. I guess. So it's too deep. So it always has to be until something bad happens. Yes. And if, but does something bad always happen in the end? Yeah, always. It's like they, they always dig too deep. Yeah. That's the, that's the law of nature, uh, in a way. If you go deep enough, then you probably just die from a cave-in or something. Does that count? Or do you have to find an evil creature? It can't be that many. Balrogs lurking. Yeah, but if you die down there, that's just another reason for your sons to keep digging, isn't it? <laughs> to retrieve you? Yeah, to retrieve you and, you know, sort of, <laughs> you know, because you died down there, mm. they are uh, definitely honor-bound to continue digging. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, because, you know, yeah, or otherwise all that, work, for nothing, yeah, right? all that work would have gone to waste. But, oh, no, Grandpa died in the mines. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to go off to be, you know, some sort of uh, explorer or, mm -hmm. you know, see the world. But now I have to go down there because I'm honor bound. It's a family dig. honor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you, is this like a, so is, this, is it a family thing? Do you think they have, does every dwarf have this desire to dig too deep? Or will you always continue, like you said, like if your grandfather has started it, is it then like the family will continue the same hold? Yeah, and I, you know, it, and, and it will just grow, it will become a clan in the, eventually, you oh, know. Yeah. And then a big clan just keeps digging because, you know, their ancestor started this hole mm. somewhere in the mountains. And like then, a family hole, clan hole. Yeah, a clan hole, yeah. Like take turns, oh, well, you know, I, I need to do, uh, I need to make some money selling stuff, but I have to take my uh, obligatory uh, shift in the clan hole. Yeah, mm. like... Um, can you do the dishes? No, it's my it's my turn in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> Which some I guess they like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually a good excuse, isn't it? Like, uh, well, I, I would uh, I would marry you, but uh, I have to go to the clan <laughs> hall. And, uh... <laughs> uh, I know I you know I made you pregnant, but uh, and I should marry you and uh, raise uh, our kids together. But uh, you know I got this hole going. My grandpa he started, so you know. I'm uh, bound by my yeah. family hole. And of course, the poor pregnant dwarf would just be 
Fine, I will. Uh, I will raise my raise your kid, and uh, if it if it's uh, you know if it's someone strong kid, he will he will continue when you die. You know? <laughs> so hmm. it's very weird, but I guess it fits. It's always some minds that they're doing, even in the Discworld books. It's like yeah, they're all digging. They're all digging, hmm. and if you're a dwarf that you know that's not digging you either, hmm. expelled, or you don't have, you simply don't have any. You know, maybe your clan is so big that they will dig for you, and your your shift is you know, fifty years apart. Sort of <laughs> like you, 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 yeah, mm. yeah. You can go out and explore, but you know, be back in fifty years because your shift will start. Because you're up. Yeah, you're up. You're up, butter. <laughs> you're up, butter. So uh, yeah, so there's only two reasons why a dwarf would not be oh. in their uh, hold, and that's uh, th- those are two. <laughs> Games and hobby. All right, so uh, then we're into the Kings of War section. Kings of War! Yeah, this game uh, that we... Games and hobby. Games and hobby. Mm. Ooh, are we doing games or hobby first? You can choose. Uh, let's Whichever see. you feel like, uh, you know, we have like a contribution to. Can we get a hobby out of the way? So yeah, we don't yeah. have to worry about that. Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't have any hobby progress. Okay, I have some hobby progress. So, yeah. I started my second giant for my orcs, and it's the Papu Vinyl Orc, the toy. Ah, yeah, yeah. You had one already. Yeah, yeah. My first was also the, yeah. I don't know if, if you pronounce it like Papu or Papu, but it's if you write like Vinyl Orc toy, you actually find it. So yes, my dirty <laughs> secret is out. I have a toy orc. From Twice, over. Two, yeah. yeah. And my first one I bought off eBay. And uh, oh, but I have an excuse. It's 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 of course it's repainted. Yeah, yeah. Of course, well, yeah. it's you know uh, reprimed it white and then painted it all over, and it's also converted. You know that is true. Yeah, I have, you have uh, done. Uh... I have some shame. I didn't just buy the silly orc <laughs> with his Gandalf stick. <laughs> you know, it's some sort of a shaman orc yeah, or something. Like I'm not a sure. traveling orc yeah. hedge wizard. It's a huge, <laughs> and it's it's one of those sticks that split up on on the top, like one of those you would you know search for water with, like a like yeah, a really hole to yeah, like yeah. Or you... or uh, you know if we think about the Dennis the menace. Like yeah, a slingshot. Like a slingshot, yeah. Like a super yeah. long slingshot. Yeah, that yeah. would fit. So it's just, I, I hate that piece of weapon, so I just throw that out as the first thing I do. <laughs> Is it even a weapon? It's like a super... Uh, it's more like, like a, a walking stick, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm walking across the battlefield. <laughs> so I just toss that out. Uh, and so the first giant, he got like knuckle dusters instead. Mm. And I, of Good course, choice. clipped his arm almost all the way up so I could bend it down and, you know, reposition it with some milliput. So he's like, uh, he has a much more uh, crouching position because he was originally holding the stick like straight out. Like, I'm proud of my stick. But now <laughs> it's more like, yeah. I'm proud of my stick as well. <laughs> <laughs> now it's more like, yeah, come get some. Like he's more like bald fists in, into his body. So it's uh, brass knuckles. And his, his axe is in the other hand, which is the original axe because that's pretty cool actually. Yeah, like a stone axe. Yeah, like, yeah, he looks like a, like a chiseled stone I painted it bronze, but it's like very, very crude, and it's obviously tied to a stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the actual bronze head, you know, the axe head is just yeah. wrapped several times around the stick. That's cool. And my second one, I 
Um, let's see, what did I do? I thought I would change it up a bit because I did want to do the same. So yeah. I took the axe and I actually bent both arms in towards the center. Oh yeah, so he could hold the axe two-handed. Oh, okay. But I, had, I couldn't reuse the axe shaft because it was too short. Uh, so I did have to... It would silly. Yeah, it would be... And also, if I, I would have to push the arms so long that they would kind of snap completely off. Right. I didn't want to... Because I, I cut almost all the way through, but I didn't want to, you know, completely detach the arm. Because mm. then I would have to, like... Because oh, pinning in this rubber material is just so weird. Because it's just kind of... Yeah. It's so flexible. So uh, I just bent them really all the way in. And I put this steel rod through so that it would hold. And then... Uh, Later, I put this sort of plastic rod through, um, and I used liquid green stuff to kind of create a wood, like a kind of rough surface, you know, to so it's like a yeah piece of wood really, because yeah, it was just, it was smooth white texture, texture yeah, because yeah. it was just smooth plastic. He was holding like a huge rod of smooth plastic, mm. so I filed it more around and I made this texture with uh, liquid green stuff. And my original plan was actually just to, for him to have the the sharp stick. <laughs> yeah, you, said you, you even posted this on like yeah, the Norwegian yeah. uh, Kings of War uh, yeah. page, and didn't people get were just to, didn't get a lot of likes. Didn't, <laughs> didn't really know why. <laughs> what is it doing with like a sharpened stick? <laughs> That's something you expect from like a caveman and, yeah. you know, in a desperate situation. Not... So in a weird moment, I felt like he was, you know, because the giant is so huge and, and muscular. I thought it would be terrifying if he just had a really sharp stick, and you know, just pierced people with it in a way it is but i don't know if it works it would work like in a movie i guess but yeah i was thinking like if i you know was at a battlefield in a fantasy yeah. world and faced a huge giant with a huge <laughs> and you were a target stick of his and just get stick. impaled you know it would be terrifying but yeah it didn't really it translate as well to the to the battlefield no, I don't, not on a miniature that's static. You no. know? If it was moving somehow, then uh, that would mm. be, uh, it'd be pretty cool, actually. So I did retrieve the axe from the trash can and uh, clip it off and actually <laughs> <You retrieved it. laughs> okay. magnetized uh, the axe head so I can actually take it you off. You can swap it to a sharpened stick. Yeah, I could. I could. Nice. <laughs> but mostly it's because when this guy, you know, I, I usually make all my models to kind of be within a cube so it's easy for packing. Mm. I always think about packing because I usually travel with these, you know, foam layers. Yeah. So yeah. my old giant was great because he was kind of hunched so he fits so well within it, this cube. Mm. But, you know, with a great two-handed axe sticking out, this guy would be just horrible to fit in my in my case. Mm. But with uh, I can pluck off the actual axe head and it's no problem. So uh, yeah, I'll just take that off when I put them down in the in the in the army case, and uh, clip it on when uh, when I want to play with them. Um, so I did that and uh, primed them and paint started the paint job. I I guess I'm about halfway done I think with the with the painting, and it, it looks so so cool. If, you know from the because these come pre-painted since it's a toy, yeah. um, But it's just so different when you start painting it. On your own, it completely changes the, the whole model. It's so cool to see how okay. this, because the face is a bit like friendly and dirty on the on the original model. It's like friendly eyes and like a grin, but as soon as you get that new color on, it looks so much more menacing and like 
that's not a happy grin. That's kind of an evil grin, you know. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know he's, he's, he looks more um, uh, intimidating, and the, the grin will look more intimidating. Yeah, exactly. By... It looks more like an evil grin. Ah. So I'm happy with that. Just yeah. gotta you know start with him, uh, and I will paint him through March because it's a new painting contest on the Kings of War Norway. Yeah, Monster which is March. Monster March. Uh, yeah, in English. I guess it's like Monster Mash. It must be a pun on that. I guess so. So uh, I will definitely be because that's like a single model. Yeah, it's big, but it do it doesn't take that much longer to paint a larger model than a normal model. At least I don't think so. Um, you know, I can because it's larger, uh, larger parts. It's like yeah, it's easier to hit. You know, you don't spill as much because you know it's big and easy. So I'll probably have him done in a couple of days if I just sit down and and do it. Yeah, because I was thinking about this uh, sharpened stick thing, mm -hmm. right? And how intimidating that would look. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember the old uh, the, the old Sinbad movies, which was one of the favorite movies. Uh, that I watched as a kid because they were usually be on Sunday, like the middle yeah. of the day. And I was bored and uh, I was put on television. It was Sinbad, mm -hmm. and it was like this old animation by. Uh, I, I actually googled it. That's why I was uh, yeah zoning out a little bit. But uh, Harryhausen, uh, Ray is it Ray Harryhausen? Is that he makes like these you know stop motion animations and be yeah. like a cyclop, oh, yeah. you know and stuff. Uh, yeah. It's like from the I don't know seventies, I guess. I don't know uh, the movies. And it's um, it's kind of cool because in uh, I seem to remember one scene is like those big like the, the all the giants and the cyclops and stuff they're so like cruel yeah and I love that when I was a kid because if you put them into like a, put people into the cage stuff and it will even and it will pierce people with their with spears and stuff <laughs> and like they're so cruel and uh, it yeah. reminds me of that when it is uh, talked about the giant with a sharpened stick yeah yeah, just, yeah. Uh, you know just coming at, you can only, you know you can only kill one person at a time yeah but that death you, would be horrible you kill him real good sort of because <laughs> <laughs> you know a giant with a club is more like i will yeah. swing my club and yeah, you're, it's not he doesn't really have a killer instinct you know he no, just swings yeah, his club just blind uh, yeah. but a single point <laughs> sharpened point is like you this i will kill this person now <laughs> splat and then they will look, you know, imagine if it's you standing there and like, oh, he has the back turned towards me, I'm safe. And yeah. then he turns around yeah, and, and he, he looks at you. And what if it's, yeah, you know, he, you know, it singled you out and <laughs> yeah. you've seen what he does to the others, you know. And that smile on his face. <laughs> just, oh, you're next. Uh, oh, right. yeah, you can put your shield up. I don't think it's going to help you. Because <laughs> I have all my crushing strength focus on the, like a single spear tip. <laughs> Yeah, and then you get my that that was what I thought. It would be terrifying. Yeah. But to be fair, it looks much better now that I put my axe head onto the you know, it looks like a big axe now. Mm. It looks much better. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I agree but, it's fine. But you know, I admit, in a in a Harryhausen uh, stop motion monster movie. Yeah. That would be a pretty good idea actually. Yeah, I guess. But I I, I see my uh, my fault. I have uh, seen the light and make a proper weapon now. Uh, normal weapon, so to speak. Sort of the same category. Do you remember we played uh, the pen and paper role play Deadlands, and you were actually the game master for that in that at uh, that time. Yeah. Uh, and I played like a very min maxed sword man. Yeah. And he was just killing and everything, just piercing them. And you actually got scared of him as a game master. You you told me like he's so scary. Just run in and just stab everyone in the, that I sent at him. But it was super min maxed though. It was back in the day when you know we didn't really. We'd, uh, the game master had no control over 
character creation, yeah. which is... I can't actually recall, because we played so much Deadlands that it all kind of yeah, blurs yeah, together. Sure, yeah. Are you sure it was me? It wasn't Chris? Who was the... I'm pretty sure it was you. It was, uh, yeah. When he actually had a break for once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. Yeah, but just remind me of that with the sharpness stick. Like a one kill, one kill, one kill, one kill is it's not like a machine gun fire, it's a single shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's close and personal <laughs> as well. Cool. And um, I guess that was my hobby. Uh, I'm a bit worried though because I don't know if you remember, but you know, the first giant the, that we painted. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we actually played you one game and I, I swapped them out with a different giant and you didn't notice, did you? Until like turn three. You remember? <laughs> it's like you swapped it out. Yeah, because I had a giant. Yeah. Uh, and you had a giant. And mm -hmm. when you looked the other way, you were tweeting or something. Yeah. I, I, I took my giant and I swapped it out with yours. <laughs> and you didn't notice. Oh, yeah. But, and then I saw my giant in yeah. your, on your battle line, yeah. on your side. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't actually move it and touch no, it. No, it wasn't until turn three. Turn three. It was like, it was... After a few minutes, yeah. uh, when you when you got to it, sort of, and you wanted to move, it's like, hang on a minute, <laughs> what's going on here? Oh yeah. But several minutes uh, had you know um, mm -hmm. gone by. Imagine now when I have two, you can swap them for each other, <laughs> and I'll be. It wouldn't really matter though, but I would be super confused probably. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, um, yeah, we can go straight to, related to this actually, we can go yeah. to games um, yeah, sure. section, because I mm -hmm. played a game uh, against uh, Thomas B.A., which, yeah. uh, which traveled with us to Clash of Kings uh, 17, mm -hmm. uh, and he was, he was testing out his um, uh, proxy sisters, uh, Basilea sister uh, army. Basilea sisters, yeah. yeah. The which, same army that I played and thought it was dwarfs. Yes, yeah. and that's that's what I read, like because he will use like a mix of dwarf models and just paper uh, uh, sheets, I guess, like, to yeah. represent to cut in. It's the very in because he's planning to. He might build this army, yeah, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's an army that you know will probably suck. So we don't really. <laughs> you will see how much it suck mm -hmm. before. You uh, you actually buy miniatures and paint them and stuff. Yeah. So I, I get it. I mean, I don't mind playing it, you know, just so he can test it as a friendly game anyway. Mm -hmm. So that was fine. Uh, sure. And of course, I uh, he, he actually mentioned like, yeah, uh, you, you were not confused by this at all. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I remember when you played that army, you were yeah. like, Constantly confused by yeah. the dwarves being not dwarves and yeah, and they were you know I did seize units because they were like just cardboard. Oh, that's a chariot horde. Oh, it's. <laughs> I thought it was just your army. I thought it was like uh, yeah, like a piece of papers lying. Around. Yeah, it was so I didn't really. Uh... Didn't come uh, to you. But you, so you had no problems playing. Uh, no, I had no problems playing this army actually. <laughs> Guess you have a better graphic engine in your brain than I do. But I just love the fact that you know you're not playing dwarves and then suddenly <laughs> you're like I, I measure four uh, or eight inch yeah. charge on everything in the opponent's, uh, yeah. opponent's army just to, you know. <laughs> it was even your dwarves, I think. Was it? Yeah. No, no, it's not my... Was it his... Did they borrow your... No, no, it's his, uh, his dwarves. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, uh, well, he might have used my earth elementals in that case, but... Uh, mm, okay, maybe my mistake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I was confused with the dwarves. 
proxy is not for me, I guess. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, how did you... Yeah, but and this game actually came a bit uh, in the last minute, didn't it? You, you were kind of... Uh, uh, yeah, it was one of those uh, times when I, uh, I was actually you know, in, in Oslo and I, I came to Oslo on, uh, on Friday. Or, mm. I, or after work, I just I didn't go to you know, home. I just yeah, I went to... I went to downtown I was and I stayed downtown mm-hmm. pretty much and uh, so and then I knew that you know at some point on Saturday I would uh, I would have to go home anyway so yeah. I might as well play a game and then uh, BA had a posted on the Facebook yeah uh, he wanted to start a bit earlier or uh, than I could play but I you know we managed to figure out uh, yeah we could just delay it a couple of hours and it's very cool like a pickup game you just uh, does anyone yeah. want to play today yeah. And, you know, I came a bit early on, so I, I said I just saw he he had posted, and you replied, yeah, sure, I want to meet up at like two o'clock or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See you then. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome. They just, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty made good. a game on the fly, and yeah. So, and do you remember like any details about scenario, which how what you played and stuff? Yeah. So the uh, the thing was, I wanted to test out something as well, didn't yeah. I, with this army because I made a new army mm-hmm. because I, I was never happy with my. Um, my combat goblin army. And you made a new army list. My army you list. New... No, I didn't make a new army. No, I make a, <laughs> I made a new army list. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> sit up, you know, Saturday morning making a new army. No. Uh, yeah, I made a new army list because I was never happy. Not because it didn't perform well, but because it had hordes in it. Mm-hmm. It had Ooh. two troll hordes, and it always bugged me, you know, because I was I was always saying I don't use hordes, but yeah. then people were like, yeah, but look at that. That's a horn. Two troll hordes. Uh, so I thought, okay, what is better than two troll hordes? Uh, obviously, four troll regiments. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> I want to try this out. And uh, uh, yeah, and um, the scenario we play was just normal pillage. We, we, okay. we of course, used uh, Epic Dwarf uh, scenario randomizer, and mm-hmm. that was the scenario that randomized. Mm-hmm. So then uh, you're bound to yeah, play it. Yeah, you had to play the pillage. <laughs> it was fine. Uh, yeah, and um, so uh, yeah, I like the shape of a do- um, troll regiment. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's good, and uh, uh, yeah, this is uh, the thing Four. is, I, I didn't get any more drops really, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I I cut down a few characters and gave an uh, inspiring talisman to Wiz, so I could cut down on flagits, you yeah. know, so I had still the same amount of. Sp- of inspiring, mm-hmm. um, but the, what I realized is that with four these four hordes, I actually had two more scoring units, uh, even yeah. though I didn't have more drops, but uh, I still have twenty drops. So you know, and uh, you didn't have higher unit strength either, perhaps. The units, or did you? Because you had four times two instead of two well, times three. I'm not sure if the unit strength would be uh, more, but at least more scoring units. Yeah, so more chances to get them. Yeah, on the, to on the, on the actual kept, yeah, to get objectives. Yeah, um, sure. And it worked fairly well, uh, mostly because I consistently rolled like super high on all of the nerve rolls. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> so uh, uh, it was it was insane at some point, but but still, I mean, the the test I wanted to do was can the can the troll regiments take a charge and mm-hmm. uh, can they like can they uh, not necessarily grind can they. Can I take a shot and heal a regen yeah. and get the chance to regen, really? Even with that re- lower nerve, is yeah. it still high enough to survive, sort of? 
Yeah, and you know, and uh, I don't mind if they get wavered. I mean, they're hundred and thirty-four, not thirty-five points. So I don't really care if they get wavered. They will regen and maybe even be there mm -hmm. for one more round. And it, yeah. it burst surprisingly well. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. uh, also, uh, we, since there were regiments, I could be, and I had four of them. You know, I could be more. I can use them for more things, yeah. sort of. And I can put like one in a forest and just leave it there and, you know, being charged and the, the opponent will be hindered and, uh, yeah. you know, I will regen if they manage to score oh, yeah. the moves, I will regen. Because that would greatly improve their, their tankiness. Yeah, and it's, it's know, like, and I, I always felt like with horse, I never, they never did well anyway as hordes. No, they usually get wavered anyway. Yeah, they usually get wavered or they, uh, you know, they would, they would not hit anything anyway. Mm. They would get hindered, they will... And they're so expensive as uh, a horde, uh, at least that's what I think. And uh, so I'm convinced that regiments are always better than mm. hordes, um, yep. even even now. Even though I only tested one game and the data <laughs> is not, you know, the best. But, uh, yeah, really, that is your mantra, that, uh, always regiments, never, never hordes. Yeah. Did you speak mm. a bit about this on the, the part one? Clash of Kings yeah, book also. I think I mentioned that uh, mm -hmm. way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. I mean, and also, of course, you had the foresight to actually not multi-base the entire horde. Yeah, on a that, was, uh, that was a bonus, yeah. I, I actually did do regiments from the beginning. Uh, and, oh. I, I've used, uh, and I've used um, movement tray to make a horde. So I, all I had to do was just uh, take them out of the movement. Yeah, because now I got confused because when you said regiment, now I, 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 in my mind I pictured the bigger one. Oh, right, yeah, but yeah, because of course uh, you, the large infantry yeah, would be exactly. uh, horde. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you you made like the smallest, uh, smallest uh, multiplum sort of. So yeah, I, I do that too. I I would hate to be like locked to a to a certain size uh, i love to be able to to like split it up into the smaller parts if i want to and uh, mm. yeah you know, it's go good. msu yeah msu yeah and that's another thing uh, you know i was on uh, twitter and uh, mm -hmm. you know swordmaster uh, he, he has this blog with all the mm -hmm. battle reports and stuff which yeah. i you know i recommend to read i think you recommended them uh, uh, on other episodes as well but you know i, I like to read them and yeah. uh, uh, it's, it's quite good and he plays um, MSU with his elves, which yeah. I think is really interesting yeah. um, because you usually see hordes of dragon riders, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, hordes of archers and etc. Yeah. But he goes for like a uh, uh, troop of uh, cavalry and, uh, oh. you know, regiment of dragon riders and stuff like that. Okay. And regiments of chariots. He's been using that for like a year now, I think. Oh, wow. Even before the, the buff. The cool. 18 buff. Yeah, and regiment of uh, dragon riders are rare to see in regiments because they get like half the attacks, so you don't really, yeah. you can't really do the things that you're used used to doing. But of course, you, you know, if you do use the mobile and you search for flanks and stuff, I guess it should work. Yeah, that's the thing. If you can get those flank uh, charges, and that's pretty much what my combat goblin is all about. It's mm. just. At some point, point getting things into flanks, yeah. So that uh, you know, I might I might lose two units in the process of, you know, uh, of, of of lining up uh, enemy units correctly. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, then I will get a flank and I will probably take them out. Then you might get a troll uh, regiment in the flank. Yeah, and, and then, then it's actually a horde, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> 
cool. Yeah, so uh, I asked uh, Swordmaster on Twitter, like, uh, am I finally MSU approved now? <laughs> and he could could confirm, yes. Oh yeah. It is indeed MSU. So, Stamp um, of approval. Yeah, from the MSU master himself. Nice. So I was uh, pretty proud of that. So that um, mm. made me feel good. Awesome. How did the game end up? Like, uh, yeah. it apparently went quite well for you. Yeah, I won the scenario, and I feel like uh, much because I had uh, more scoring units. Yeah. Because uh, you know, yeah, unit strength uh, is a funny thing. It all it only counts if you're actually contesting uh, something, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, so uh, but in pillage, there's so many tokens. So the idea is that you know, if we can get something in there. Uh, you know, it will not be contested. It will just be my some of yeah. my uh, sure. multiple units. That's true. Getting it. I guess it's a high risk if, if you have like, if you play the capture the terrain scenario where there's only two mm. things. Yeah. I guess then it's easier That's to different. pile in like several hordes. Yeah. To a single point, and then yeah, you. Exactly. That would be the more difficult. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe. See, so with a good spread, then of course any scoring unit is probably more valuable mm. than. And I have, you know, my army is quite quick as well mm-hmm. with the flea bags and uh, and the trolls. They are speed six. Yeah. And uh, more amazing beasts, speed. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I think so. And yeah. did you have your more beasts? Yeah, your I still got two regiments of uh, more beasts and two troops, and they are of course of course been uh, nerfed. Nerf beasts. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason they were nerfed. Uh, I'm not sure why, but I guess it's just abuse. If you use a different sort of goblin army, yeah, that's what. That's Did what they have like the the muzzle? You know, like uh, a dog yeah. would have if he has rabies. He gets like this, <laughs> yeah. this uh, kind of basket uh, on the snout. Forget to re- forgot to remove it. <laughs> so they hit on four plus now instead of three plus. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not that big a deal. Mm. Uh, they're mostly there to just dish out a little bit of damage and getting flanks. Yeah, they must be nice in in conjunction with the trolls. Like speed six yeah. both, yeah, and you know yeah. searching for flanks uh, together, it's and like a great happy family. Yeah, uh, they are <laughs> meant to be. Yeah, and my two regiments of rabble, of course, are usually the best units. I mean, rabble regiments, regiments of rabble. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> but uh, they are uh, they're usually the best units in the Goblin Army. I find they are. Uh, yeah. I might say even OP, because they are defense four. Oh and, my god! Uh, yes. And uh, they, they can take a charge, you know, with their <laughs> defense four yeah. uh, from things. So they need to be defense three to be <laughs> in line. <laughs> That's the next nerf, isn't it? Yeah, yeah rabble, rabble defense, defense three. Defense three we're working towards. Uh, there's what's the, what they were saying last time. They're, they're kind of easing towards defense two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just you're preparing for it. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah so what cool. a scenario, yeah. Uh, uh, but I also timed out actually in the last turn. Okay. Um, but it didn't impact the scenario. Yeah, did you stop playing or? Yeah, we, took, we did dice down, and I had actually forgotten the the timeout rules because it was so long long since I played, and also I don't think I've timed you, out for a year. No, you you don't really ever time out. So. Yeah, so I was like, I just I heard it the clock start beeping. I was like, and I asked uh, Tom's like, yeah, how what what are the timeout rules again? <laughs> and he just said, yeah, just die, die, dice down. I was like, okay, I did all the charges. Uh, but it was dice time, so yeah. uh, you know it was over to his turns. So, but, <laughs> but it was fine. But even but did he get like an extra turn or some weird stuff like that or? It was actually yeah. Uh, I timed out in turn turn six, uh, 
Did he? He started. I think he took the first turn. Did you roll for like turn seven? Yeah. So there was actually a turn seven as well, but still, it didn't have any impact on wow. uh, on the scenario. That's of awesome. course he managed to kill um, some of my units though, because mm. he had two rounds to do it. Yeah, sure, but you still won the scenario though. That's uh, that's pretty cool because you usually hear all this. It's a very common thing to hear in tournaments. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I would have won, but you know, turn seven, so I lost. <laughs> but yeah. you're one that the, your game was one of those mythical games that you hear about. You know, when people say like, you just need to get it. Um, if turn seven is that important, then you're not playing good enough or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And you, in your case, that was true. It's like, yeah, well, turn seven, I still won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if it was because I played that well, but uh, no. But okay, maybe you had. A, it sounds like you had a fortunate, fortunate uh, like nerve uh, rolls. Yeah, but and still, also, you must have done something right. Yeah, I think the right thing was to you know to volunteer to play all Basilea sister army, <laughs> yeah. because you know there's no shooting. That was your first about. Uh, <laughs> uh, step towards victory. Yeah. <laughs> no shooting, and you know they're they're all four plus melee pretty much, yeah. except for the characters. So you know, it's it's not a very. I don't think it's a very strong army, in itself. No, I guess Thomas will hold on before purchasing uh, the models. Yeah, but I mean, it would look really good. That would be a cool army mm -hmm. to to see on the. It's table. very new. I, I didn't really when he first told me like what he was playing. I didn't really like what what was this, because <laughs> I've yeah. never seen that before. Sort of. No, I I mean they're a little bit underwhelming, and we discussed this as well when we played. Uh, you know that they have, I mean they they have four plus melee and they have low defense, but they're still expensive because they mm -hmm. still have, you know, iron resolve, and also vicious. So that oh. will that will obviously you know crank the price up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, probably like plus ten points here and plus five points yeah, there. And... and you know that's, yeah, that's a little bit extra points for mm -hmm. for a unit that's not very strong. Yeah. Of course, uh, iron resolve and vicious are good abilities. Mm -hmm. So you can't complain, but still, you, you you will not manage to have. You would think that that army could be like a, a you know a lot of units, but you know since the units are a little bit more expensive than mm -hmm. mine, and he will also have fewer units that he. Can, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You you assume it's like oh, but they're cheap, aren't they? So you can have a ton yeah. of them, but still yeah. have less than <laughs> your army, which is kind of you. Maybe yeah. goblins is a good counter then, because you have so many drops anyway. Yeah. Maybe he has more drops than his normal opponents. Yeah, I think he had like thirteen or fourteen drops. Yeah. It's not that much. It's easily one or two more than yeah, the average I army. Mean, an elite army on nine drops would you know it would yeah. still get struggle. But you you but that army is depending then on, you know, only melee four units mm -hmm. uh, and crushing one at the most. Yeah. You know, so when your whole army is depending on that, it, I think mm. it's difficult if you if you don't have lots of drops or you have something. Yeah, I don't think it's an army I would make unless I already owned all the models, and I would probably do it. But yeah. uh, I don't think I would purchase anything to to make such a subpar army. I think I would I would go for like making Elohi sort of uh, things as well because mm -hmm. then you can make them maybe, you know, like an Amazon tribe sort of with like mm -hmm. the goddess of something so at least you have oh, yeah. uh, like a, a little bit of those uh, guys more thematic you can make like female alohi or something yeah, yeah. obviously cool. female aloha, to match yeah. the sisters yeah that'd be cool yeah so it's like uh, it's something I mean, from the good part of the bestelea list 
Yeah, I, th- I think I would go for that instead of just uh, sisters. It's like if you made an army with only like martyrs from the Brotherhood. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> they're you know they're paying for the Region Six Plus, so they're expensive. They're expensive stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. But that's nice. You actually yeah, won. We should raise a flag or something. <laughs> actually played. We should raise a flag. That. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That was a good uh, hobby and game segment, I think. Yeah. We both could fill out like a part. I fill out the hobby part, and you fill out the game part. You don't have any games? No, I mean uh, not since the because you know we already spoke mm-hmm. a little bit about the doubles event. Yeah, because our, yeah, I went Clash of Kings eighteen. So I don't have any more since then. Mm. Um, yeah, no. And cool. um, yeah. Um, oh, you just distracted me. What did I, I was gonna say? Something. Uh, well. But it doesn't really matter. <laughs> was it game or hobby related? I think it was, but uh, mm. I'm pr- I can just mention it because uh, we're going to still try to make this part two as soon as I win this up for it. So yeah. uh, I can write it down when I recall it and I will mention it on the next episode, which will be part two of the Clash of Kings 18 book review, hopefully within a week. Unless someone distracts you and you forget it again. Then you will just live with the fact that <laughs> something slipped from my mind. Yeah, you will, you will never know what was meant to be said <laughs> this day. Indeed. Well, I think that's a, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. So I think we'll just wrap it up there. Hope and people uh, don't get confused. I think this is part two. They expect mm. like Clash of Kings 18 talk. And I expected was, uh, Clash of Kings 18 talk. Really. We have to make do with what we are given. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but uh, let's get Iwin on here soon and we'll do the part two. And that will be glorious. Glorious. All right. So signing off. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Goodbye. You can reach us on Twitter at KLW Oslo. Or you can contact us by email, giantdwarfpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>